This is a tripod broadcast. Pumping her titties. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Check. One, two, one, two. Uh, am I hot for you, too? Or a little, no? little bit. Maybe you just need to turn my, my headphones down. Check, check, check. There you go. I always forget when I come out here that these uh, these headphones sound so much different than the ones I have at home. Yeah. Yeah, it freaks me out. These are arguably the better headphones, though. Brought to us by Dano. How is it? It's good. I can't place the flavor though. It's almost like a banana. Well, there there is um it's like two different kinds of two different strains of weed. And like blueberry? There's a there's a uh one of them is called purple panty dropper and there's some grape. Okay. And then um there's a there's a, a fraction of pipe tobacco in there. Just 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 That's a tiny, what it is. Yeah, you may be tasting that too. Just a tiny little bit, though. Should should be, I think. Despite my coughing, that is that is pretty smooth, though. Yeah, it was in the uh, bottom of my grinder. There you go. Welcome to give that some thought. Mega cast, not mega cast. Water mega cast. You know the thing. <laughs> uh, did you see that clip of him getting his jab, his booster again? No. What 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 happened? It's like this afternoon. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, I'm getting my second booster. And then he walks over and he's slowly rolling up his sleeve. You know, he, he, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, it's like, it's like what you would see at a nursing home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm getting my second jab. And he's like, and he goes, I don't know why I'm doing it on stage though. (laughs) It's like, it's as if he thinks that it's still, you know, politics as usual. Mm -hmm. And it's actually, it's like, no, Joe, just read the script, bro. Oh, the geriatric. Geriatric president. He's um he's a joke. He is a joke. He is. And you have a lot of people out there pretending he's not a joke. No. No, it's clown shoes. It's total total and it's complete clown shoes. So completely. A hundred percent. And you know, we have the world stage, of course. World War Three. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's which seems to be winding down. Apparently, they're they're in talks. Is World War, is World War Three coming to a close? I, I guess Ukraine and and Russia are talking oh, about you know. Look at that. Different things. I've heard Ukraine can join the EU, but not NATO. Russia gets to keep the regions it's captured. Mm. Well, how nice! But you know, Ukraine can stay sovereign. They can't join NATO, but they can join the EU, which is like a pseudo nano <laughs> no not really it's it's different it's a faggier nato <laughs> well nato was all about military it was never really about yeah econ- economic and- policies and stuff like that which is what the eu is so right yeah i don't know it's 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 a fucking mess we have it backfiring on the united states spectacularly because 
Saudi Arabia, allegedly, according to sources familiar with the matter, yeah. won't return <laughs> Biden's phone calls. Mm. Well, why would you? I mean, if you saw that guy on TV, the guy that has to be directed every step he takes, the guy whose wife drags him off stage, the guy yeah. who can't remember dick all about numbers or policies but, but, or anything, I, mean, I wouldn't answer his fucking call either. Like, <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> it's the one place in the world that sells oil to everybody. And they only accept payment in dollars. Yeah, but and, we don't we don't care about oil anymore. And that's what keeps, you know, our economy afloat is the fact that everybody recognizes that our worthless dollar is actually worth something. <laughs> and believing that it is. Yeah. You gotta believe in the power of the dollar. Yeah, it's like, you know, Peter Pan. You know. Um anyway. It's I don't even want to talk about it. The world is a big clusterfuck. It is. It is, and I'm tired of it. And BlackRock, which is owned by the Federal Reserve, is buying up all the property they can in the United States. Mm-hmm. So to hedge their bets against the failure of the dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be there to clean up when it happens. That they can they can fall back on. We own these hedge funds that own this property. Therefore. Our dollar is no longer backed by oil. Our dollar is backed by property. In the in, but in in turn, selling us the average citizen it's into skyrocketing. Well, skyrocketing inflation. Yeah, and the fact that we're all going to be vassals. Yeah, of that, of that system. No one will own their own home. They will merely rent, and the terms of the rental agreement can be whatever the government decides they want to spell out for you. Whether that's you need to be COVID vaccinated to rent mm. this property, mm. or you need to know have no firearms on the property in order to rent the property, or it has to be paid for in uh, Jew coins, in or, yeah. or electronic digital Jew mm-hmm. coins. Yeah, yeah. You have to you know have a certain social credit score, not just a credit score, but you know the social credit, a, your right. social score. Oh, did you post the wrong thing on the Facebook? You know, so. Uh, that's a, f- a little five-minute summation of the world the, in the, the past world two as weeks. we know it. Yeah, the world in the past two weeks. Yeah. So, um, I did want to ask you: buy buy bulk rice, mm. buy silver, yeah, buy ammunition, get chickens going. Yes, buy yeah. some property. Potatoes is another great one to be planting at home. It's a lot easier than you think. Have have more white children. Have more white children. Lots of them. Which, speaking of white children. Oh, you got one on the way? No, I don't. But <laughs> on Monday. You're like, when I texted you that, I was like, what did I say? Is there anything more beautiful than a white woman gardening? Because she was outside gardening at yeah. that time. And I just looked out and I was just like, man, she's so beautiful. And I texted you that. I said, is there anything more beautiful than a white woman gardening? And you responded without missing a beat. Uh, yes. One reading to well-behaved children. Mm-hmm. Or to well-behaved white children. <laughs> and I was like, oh, because... That is a close second. That's that's right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, Monday I went to um, one of my suppliers for the restaurant. Uh, yeah, you Do- told me about that. Though. Yeah, the pictures. Yeah, Lucky Dog Farm. My kids love those pictures. By the way, they were like, really? "Oh wow, <laughs> dude!" They would love to go to this farm. We probably will. I probably will. I'm like, gonna look them up and I look them up. Call them up. Yeah, and be like, "Hey, can we come out and just like see what you're doing?" Yeah, and like check out your products and stuff like that. Cause we're really into, you know, homesteading and we're just starting our own chickens and stuff like that. Yeah. And they would love to talk to you guys. Like yeah. Ryan and Darlene are fantastic people. They really are. Yeah. So yeah, I went out there um, cause we're doing a wine dinner on the farm. Hmm. Did you let it go out 
Oh, look at you. He's got the lungs for it. <laughs> By the way, Hango sent me a text. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <coughs> I got that lightheaded feeling, too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, you, you jinxed me, bro. You fucking jinxed me. You said I got the lungs for it. No, I don't. Oh, to relight it? Yeah. Well, you... you... <coughs> I got the technique to relight it. That's that's what happens when you take big boy drags, man. Anyway, um, I do have a weed story. I'll, I'll circle back to that. But we went to uh, went to Lucky Dog Farm. So we've done dinners on the farm there in the past. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Of out wine dinners paired with wine, you know, whatever. And so what their idea is that they want to take the five they have i think they supply to like six different restaurants okay and they want to have um oh, they want to do like a joint dinner yeah which right. each chef does a different course there you go perfect so i exposure doing, for everybody yeah yeah so i'm doing the first course um uh, clayton for tompkins is doing the second course former chef i used to work with um my old chef chef philip from root Oh, nice. Um, so is, it's doing, the, is doing the fifth course. The boys are back in town. Basically. <laughs> uh, Chef Carl from uh, Stone Soup, which was number one restaurant in St. Louis for several years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently closed. Um, oh, really? What happened? Just the Wuhan? The flu on? N- no, it's it, it just that's what happens when you have restaurants like that. When you have someone that like splashes on down the scene to make a huge impact <laughs> on in a, in a culinary scene, um, which he did. He had the look and the style, and you know, I mean, he really, you know, he he made a big impact in the St. Louis yeah. food scene. Yeah, every minute, everyone knows Chef Carl. I remember when you told me about it, and I kind of, I, I googled him, and I was like, oh wow, he's because yeah, it was it was you know all the papers and all the we're talking like you know you go in there and you're spending two hundred fifty bucks all a the best Instagram accounts. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing the fifth course, and this other chef. Uh, who was at Sugar Fire for seven years and oh, really? just recently opened up his own place with backing from this some somebody, I don't know, but opened up his own place and um I, got, che- I think that's probably cardboard. You want one more? No, I'm good. Right, in Chesterfield. By where you are. Chesterfield Commons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I'm quite familiar. I looked at I looked at the menu after I met him. Seems like a good guy, Chef Matt. Like decent dude, uh, looked at their menu. They recent they opened up two months to months ago. Oh, me. really? Okay. I looked at their online at their menu at their winter menu. It's like stroke for stroke, what we do at the Rack House. Really? Yeah. So French American cuisine. Yeah. I, I mean, you look at their like, and his name is Chef Matt. Yeah. Are you sure this isn't? Yeah, you know, this could be like a certain thing. Have you seen those four chan posts? Like this. <laughs> it could be. It could maybe. I mean, Chef Matt. Chef Matt. He's like an inch taller than you. Your menu. He's like an inch taller than me. He's got a beard. Um, um, pudgy. Okay. But not like. How does he's I, not fat? But he's a little pudgy. You know. Your, here's the kicker. How does he feel about the Jews? Is Did, it? Didn't <laughs> ask him. Didn't ask him. Okay. Well. Um. If he took money. Anyway, so yeah, we're doing this wine dinner. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And we're charging like 200 bucks a person. No, oh, there you so go. So there's a chance I could probably make like three or four hundred bucks. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be it'll be, it'll be a good time. But anyway, uh, we're there at the farm, and the last time I was there was almost two years ago, pre-COVID. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was about two years ago. Oh no, three years ago, almost three years ago. But pre-COVID, 
I think I remember you telling me. Yeah. Yeah, we went out here and yeah. Um and they've they used to have just the one greenhouse. Now they have eight. Yeah. Huge, like the the property is beautiful. Yeah. Like it's a lot more open than it was last time I was there. How many acres in it? Yeah, they got it's gotta be at least twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's it's big. Like and it's right off Highway seventy in Wentzville. Like five minutes off off the highway, it's yeah. real, real easy to get to. Anyway, um, yeah, then it's um, they're, I think I know Darlene's at least thirty eight, so they're late thirties. Yeah, they're on, like thirty seven, thirty eight between what is it, Gen X and millennials? Is that yeah, yeah? yeah. Right so they're around my age. Um, two beautiful white people. He's like <laughs> he's like six six. Oh my man. Like Scandinavian as fuck, yeah, wiry, <laughs> but you can tell like he like you know strong. He's a farmer, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and she's like you know five five, but blonde, real good looking. Yeah, you know, and just this is just beautiful white people at thirty eight, just crashed right through the wall and just kept going. And huh? they have uh, two kids. <laughs> I think they have a uh, a daughter who's like six, seven. Yeah. No, she's probably she's older than that. She's like seven or eight. One of her friends and her two kids came up while we were talking and stuff, and we're like, so the the kids were all running around and stuff. Yeah. And they have a son that's like two, maybe. I know you love watching kids run around. You know what? When I'm we, like, get, when I'm we like, get baked at my place, and we went out, and we would just watch my son ride his bike. Yeah. I, I know. I'm <laughs> and like, he's all too happy to ride just with us watching him. Like, <laughs> I'm like Joe Biden in that way, you know? No, please don't. Except I don't like to touch the children. I just like to observe them from far. Because children are, you know, they're sticky and messy. And please don't. Gross. They are, though. It's it's tough. Yeah. It's Have tough. you ever seen, like, one learn to eat? Bro, I'm, I'm, I have two kids at home. Like, they spoon stuff. No, I know. I know. And it falls down their their yeah. their chest and all of the floor. And then they just pick it up. Yeah. And, like, put it in their mouth all sloppy and yeah. gross. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's disgusting. Today, today my son... Was eating. Uh, oh, what did she? What did she make for lunch? Oh, she made it. She actually uh, took this um, um, eggplant and she kind of does it like a baked potato with cheese and mm-hmm. bacon and stuff mm-hmm. like that on it. Real good. So we had that, and then we had a kale salad on the side. Oh, and, wow. and my son was eating in his bathrobe because he had been outside playing in the pouring rain. And so, <laughs> as you do, as well, you know, as he's, he does, he's seven. And, uh, <laughs> dude, it was, he was soaking, he was soaked to the bone. They both were. And they came in for lunch and then, yeah, he, so he, he they were at lunch in their bathrobes and he had his, it, you know, his bathrobe actually, even though he's got long arms, it's a bigger bathrobe and it comes all the way down to his wrists. Mm-hmm. And as he's eating, I'm just like, son. <laughs> Did it get inside the bathrobe? Oh, it got inside everything, man. It's uh, yeah, with with the sour cream on top of the eggplant and the salad and everything. It's all eggplant arm, huh? Yeah, yeah, eggplant arm, <laughs> eggplant arm, John. There's <laughs> show title right there. <laughs> Boom. No, actually, speaking of show titles, so I'm I'm still in the process of converting a lot of the the back episodes of of our catalog mm-hmm. uh, over from Amazon, as well as updating the listing so they're so it has the more modern with the picture and everything. And man, if we had some show titles, dude, like you realize if we had an episode titled clown world, I think it was, I think it was like in 2015. Yeah. But I mean, I guess I say that to say like, 
motherfuckers don't want to listen now. And it's like, we're we're, we yeah, <laughs> we've been telling you about Clown World for seven years. Yeah, we, we held your hand through the whole thing. Now it's on you. No, it's a crazy catalog. It really is. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it, maybe that's where Clown World came from. Do you think that's what we spawned from uh, the Clown World no, meme? Well, no, I'm pretty sure I'd have to go back and listen to the episode. <coughs> Coughcast. Um, but I'm pretty sure you were talking about it in the context of how much it was being posted on 4chan. Okay, yeah. Because because I've noticed, I, you know, <laughs> now that I've fallen victim to some of the same trappings that you've had for many years, mm-hmm. um, it's it's easy to see that that yeah, if if we didn't have anything to talk about, you would just talk about what you what you read on 4chan. That's <laughs> a lot of it. We yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> I mean. Even with stuff like Pizzagate and all this other stuff, like I mean, where were you reading about that on? It was on 4chan. Yeah, because it's it's always there. Yeah, like they are on the. It's it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of autistic, <laughs> you know, video gamers who don't game. You know. Yeah, that is their video game. Yeah, video, think, the yeah. conspiracy and and looking into this sleuthing on the internet is their that's their video games. Yeah, you know. It, it yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, and so they go throughout their day, do whatever, and then they get. <laughs> online and look for this stuff yeah and then post it on 4chan no because it's the only place that will accept them every every couple because of they days. want to talk about you know deep underground military bases but they also want to be able to say the n-word yeah exactly it's call, a rare breed e- call everybody a faggot and not get suspended for it you yeah know, or, or, or you know canceled just, just like we plan to on this show yeah exactly which by the way remember us at give that some thought.com of course uh please produce it'd, it'd be awesome yeah um, whatever you speaking of producers, value for value. Uh huh. Did I, I told you I donated to that show, right? Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I yeah, I found the show, and and <laughs> I mean, he's probably not going to listen. So, but but it's it's a carbon copy of No Agenda. Sure, it really is. Um, and they do it live. I think it's Tuesday nights at like eight p.m. or something like that. Maybe I don't I don't know. But they, but they do it live once a week. And they play clips, and then they talk about them, and and it's it's you know they have they have people submit artwork, um and and what's funny is I found the dude from No Agenda Social because that's the only form of social that I do because mm-hmm. it's the only audience that I trust, <laughs> and the only good one, the only good one. Like you can actually, it's kind of oh, that's the only place you promote like our show. Well, like our show, and just you know whatever I got on my mind. I po- okay, I post right. pictures of my chickens over there, you know. Uh, and of course there's, there's this shit posting. Um, but it's a great group of people. And I, I also get to interact with people, you know, cause I'll inter- interact with producers a lot of times, um, uh, because I'll hear their donation segment or, or whatever it is that they write in about. And I'll go on no agenda social and I can send them a, you know, direct note about it or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot of that too. Um, where were we going with this? The podcast you were listening to. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, f- I, I found them on no agenda social and it's called. Oh, damn, I'm gonna butcher it. Millennial Millennial Media something. Yeah. And hey, Millennial. Yeah, I, I I forget exactly what it is. But basically it's it's a it's a clip show and they break down the latest news. And and, and he really made me laugh. I was a little toasty and I was listening to it because I'm like, what do these guys got? And I was listening and uh <laughs> he had this he had this drop from somewhere. Where it's some guy saying all faggy like I'm a millennial, and he he played it at just the right context <laughs> in the show because they're rough around the edges. They are, they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, no agenda's 
And if you're used to that style of format, obviously, you know, John and Adam have been doing it for 14, 15 years, whatever it is. Um, so they're a little rusty, but that got me really good. And I was like, man, I'm going to boost this dude. So, so I pulled out the app and, and sent him, sent him some sats and said, Hey man, you really got me with that drop. It was hilarious. <laughs> so now I guess I'm going to have to listen and see if they're at the boost. Yeah, but, there you go. but, um, value for value. That's what we're all about. Yeah. If you know, it's probably telling that nothing ever shows up but water. Cause they're like, Oh, value for value. This is what we get out of the show here. Drink some waters. You ask. I'm fine with being well <laughs> hydrated by our listeners. It's true. It's true. And, and that's kind of become a meme on the telegram channel too. I always post that. I'm like, stay lubed. Yeah. Stay lubed friends. It's the number one thing you can do. Stay lubed. So you can go to give that some thought.com and you can <laughs> click on the donate uh, button and you, whatever you think, if you think we were worth 50 cents, you think we, you know, we, you want to invoice us for your time, wasted time. That's true. Yeah. Uh, we'll ignore that. But yeah. it'll be funny. We'll talk. We'll make fun of you on the show. Yeah. Or five bucks or just send us some water or like and, some and weed. In the, in, the, in the podcasting 2.0 apps, our feed is 100% set up to take all those. Yeah. Like if, so you can do the boostograms with the comments and say whatever you want and they, they show up. Um, anyways, should we drink some of these? God. Oh, I, you, uh, Addison I know, did something I, today. <laughs> and normally when he walks in with like ho- holding something other than like, the podcasting equipment. Yeah. He's got like a briefcase or something. It's like a, a tote bag. Yeah. And if he brings another box with him or another package, <laughs> it usually contains marijuana. It's true. Yeah. Some form, actually. Like, like maybe a thing of gummies, perhaps. Yeah. You know, it's true. New something. He's like, oh, man, man I want to try this. Shout out to Matt's old guy who I've inadvertently stolen all of the business from. It's just gummies <laughs> are so much easier now. Look at you. You're so mature. Yeah, it's weird. You only smoke with me. Like, I, actually, I, I we'll circle back to that. But <laughs> we can get those gummies I got later. from you, like, I just, like, pop one of those when I get home. Those are really good gummies, by the way. Oh, the uh, um, Cloud Niners? Yeah. Yeah. Aren't they? I really liked them. I liked them, too. Yeah. Like, the first time I did it, I not I got home from work, and I'm like, fuck it. it they're 10 milligrams a piece. Like, the yeah. last ones were 20. I was taking four, and they were getting me stoned. Delta 9? Which ones? I, no, don't, I don't remember. It wouldn't have been Delta 9 ones. No, it, it wasn't. It was like Delta 8s. Okay. And I'm That's like, say, I'm that, like that, that they're only, not a Delta 9. You know, it's only, it's only 40 grams. It's not, not going to be a big deal. Or 40, 40 milligrams. Grams, yeah. So I popped four of them, and I was like oh, four. on the floor. I was just no, like. No, that's another place. Like, yeah. locked in. Like, <laughs> Yeah. No, I can imagine. So they're, they're actually. Like, they're, I think I was like, I need to go up. It was like my first rum and coke. After coming downstairs, and I was like, I need to go upstairs and make myself another room. And I turned towards the stairs and sat there for 10 minutes. Looking at the stairs? Like, my brain just going. Yeah. Like, think tangent, tangential thoughts. And then I, like, stopped. I'm like, oh, I was going to get a rum. <laughs> no, it, 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 those, so they're, they're pretty strong. And I, I was only taking one. And my, my dose is 20. Well, I, so, that's, that's yeah, what no, I did with, like, the rest of the bottle. On my days off, I would take, like, two or three. Yeah. And then I, Jeez. but, like, when I get home. Well, that's just because you know we want to be in that goofy. When you get home, well, those were those were wacky tobacco. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm on my day off. Like <laughs> I'll take a bunch because I know like I can sleep till one or two in the afternoon if I need to, because <laughs> I'm I'm stone sleeping. Yeah. But anyway, no, you you didn't come with marijuana. Yeah. You came with it's marijuana, just not with more for me to have later. Um, <laughs> no, it was just the one. You came joint, with a Matt, box sorry. of water. It's true. It's <laughs> well, okay. So, and we'll, we'll, this is, this is BTS. This is behind the scenes to give that some thought. So, you'll recall these. 
Yes. So Matt and I, the last episode on the feed is three fourteen. Um, uh, open line Friday. Do do did we do this? And well, here I'm telling the story. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so we did an open line Friday because Matt and I weren't able to meet because I came out here in order to do the show, board in hand, ready to rock, and because I do a show with my son, uh, the power cable for the board was on my desk at home. So Matt and I drank the waters that we brought for Watercast and smoked some weed and talked for about two hours. And, yeah. And it was it was a great time. It was a, probably our best episode ever. <laughs> but, uh, well, there was some serious stuff. You know, we didn't, there was. We had to cut a lot out. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but we talked a lot about the Glenn Beck, uh, Adam Curry interview. I don't know if you want to mm-hmm. re- recap any of that. Some of that was really interesting. But, uh, but yeah, so th- that's where these waters came from. So that's that's one of the waters okay. in the box because because these were the ones that we brought and we actually drank because we. <laughs> I remember enjoying it, but it wasn't like well, blowing me on. away. We, we'll get, I mean, they're here. We're okay. This is this is water cast. We are locked in. I've I brought four different waters. We can drink them all because it's been so long. Yeah, we're doing we're doing a quadruple header. Uh, look at that. Bet, better than the Cardinals. We're a flight. Um, a flight. We're doing our first water flight. Doing- on the show, not merely a tasting, a, f- we're a flight, four different waters. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> a flight of waters. We have these uh, boards at work yeah. and they're old um, casks, mm. the boards from casks okay, of yeah, whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they have like these indentions drilled into them where you can set a shot glass. Yeah. And then so like. You, we have yeah, our, flights, yeah. Our, our whiskey flight of the. I, I, I worked in Hendrix with you, man. I month. know what flights of whiskey are. Okay, I'm just saying don't for our audience. Well, I, if they don't know, we don't well, do we don't do the show for them. Uh, it's true. That's true. I apologize. And I know, you know that I know all about whiskey flights and all that. Yeah. White girls love them. Anyway, <laughs> they, yeah, but there's doing, wine flights. We're doing yeah. We're doing a uh, we're doing a water flight. It's true. Like I was thinking, start with that one then, but it seems fairer to start with this one because it was what we missed. Okay, and we can do that the most genuine because I mean, of course, our enthusiasm is going to fade as we get through four waters. It's I, true. I have to think. Like I technically have five drinks on the on the table right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You. We may have to go take a pee. Anyways, so what do we have here? All right, lemon perfect. <laughs> Lemon perfect. Keep the cap on while you're reading the bottle, Addison. Don't be a Jew. Cold pressed lemon water. And then down at the bottom, it says just lemon. And it says USDA organic. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm remembering this, this water now. Mm-hmm. Because we had a, a, a discussion about lemon water in general. Lemon making water our, in general. Making our own. And you said... You said that you do lemonade, Minute Maid lemonade mm-hmm. from the soda fountain, mm-hmm. which, and, and I, I, you know, I hate to do this, drag you over the coals, but our audience needs to understand that that is Matt's precedent for lemon water. Okay. And it's a bad one. So it's I, a poor one. You take a, you take, don't you think a quart of water in a deli quart is what I usually drink out of. Yeah. A quart of water. You fill it three quarters of the way with ice. You do two splashes of Minute Maid and then fill the rest up with water. It's it's not. I'm not drinking lemonade. It's it's no, just there for just a you know. But it's not lemon, is what I'm saying. You don't like because, and I've said on the show before, 
I will take an entire lemon and squeeze it into a quart mason jar of purified water. And that's what I drink when I'm talking about lemon water. Okay. All right. So And there's no sugar, there's no honey, there's no faggotry in there. It's just don't me. Call, don't be, don't, me honey and, isn't faggy. It's me and the elements. No, I love honey, but anyway, so that's that's the precedent for lemon water. And I, on that basis, I love this water. It's not as strong as like what I just described, putting a whole lemon in, into a into a quart mason jar, but it's delicious. You can tell it tastes just like water and lemon. And I mean, this this if I saw this in Quick Trip or wherever, I'd pick them up. It tastes it it, it tastes like lemon water to me. It, it has this almost plasticine, yeah. Um, or well, I think that's the cold pressed aspect. Have you ever had any cold pressed anything? No, I don't think so. It's it. It kind of has a bit of a flavor to it. I don't know. People out there who are really into it, because it, it's supposed to be healthier, I guess, than mm-hmm. whatever they were doing before it. Um, And I'm sure, like, as soon as I say this, one of the Sarahs is going to jump in the thread and be like, here's what cold press means and why it's important. Because, and I, I do, th- I do think it is important, but it, you know, and it's showing up in a lot of like drinks and kombuchas and things like that. Um, It, Stevia, that's it. Stevia, leaf, X. Ex- Stevia leaf extract. Is is it on there as an ingredient? It's stevia. There's stevia in here. Yeah, organic stevia leaf extract. That's what it is. So it, they do they do sweeten it a little oh, bit. Oh, That's organic really weird it stevia leaf extract. No, it's stevia. Stevia is organic. Yeah. And it's extracted extracted from a leaf. So they're just fancing up. Yeah. It's stevia. Yeah. Which is Sugar. awful. Yeah. I I don't see I don't I don't get that flavor though. I do. Me, I pick it up. Like I can't stand stevia. I get, I get it. I know why people go for it as a sweet. I mean, I don't. I don't. There's just something but, there that I I just don't like. It yeah. gives it a weird flavor. Oh, well, maybe that. I I I get it. It's not bad. The bottle See, the weird flavor that I think you're tasting doesn't taste like stevia. Yeah, I don't know. It's not sweet. No, it 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 isn't. But it it is. <laughs> I'm 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 just saying it. It doesn't hit you in the mouth with sweetness. Yeah. But if this was just like five percent lemon and water, yeah, it, it would wouldn't be, taste like this. It would be much. It would too, taste much more like what I'm drinking. More tart. Home. Yeah. And it doesn't taste tart. So maybe that's it. It's just enough to just take that tart right out of the lemon. Because without cause adding, because it, it tastes like lemon without adding any overt sweet. Right. Yeah. That's so. That's yeah. There's your flavor, but also it tastes lemon perfect. It tastes too much like lemon aid without the sweet. It, it tastes like lemonade without the sweetness. Is what it tastes like. It doesn't taste like lemon you, water to me. Do you know that that's lemon water, motherfucker? I know, <laughs> but I am when I have lemon my lemon water, quote unquote. Uh huh. It barely tastes like lemon. Right. It tastes mostly like water and sugar. <laughs> it doesn't taste like sugar either. It's just barely enough there, so it's not like flat water, uh-huh. which is what I like. I like it just to be barely enough that it doesn't taste like tap water, but it doesn't taste like anything else, if you understand what I mean. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, because I don't want to have that on, on my fucking palate while I'm, you know, tasting something. No. I already have cigarettes to deal with. <laughs> it's true, man. 
I don't understand how you can taste anything. And you're a chef. Lemon perfect. It's 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 the rage. It's the anger. It's it's, it's the making my front of house manager cry, which I did this week. I know, I know. You we already had confession. Not, on that. We I know we did. I'm not proud of it, but I did. Um, uh, essential antioxidants. But at least I know where I stand with her, and I can do do it again if I need to. <laughs> I'm not joking. I know you're not. Uh, half a squeezed organic lemon in every bottle. See, it does taste like that level of lemon flavor. Mm-hmm. Um. Excellent source of vitamin C. I don't know. Try it for yourself because it's a very, it's kind of, it's kind of odd. Like there's a lemon flavor there. I mean, it does taste mostly like lemon water. I don't know. I mean, 90 milligrams of vitamin C too. I like it. I drank the crap out of it when we, you know. Um, I don't like the bottle. Oh, you just finished it. Wow. Okay. No, I love it. I don't like the bottle. It's way too small. It's delicious. 12 ounces here. 12 ounces. So this is the size of a beer. Um, yeah. No, no, it is a very small bottle. It's it's kind of... The bottle well, itself is sturdy. I don't have to get into that. It's not it's, a... Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's there, there's a certain... Because it's not... Yeah. It's... I mean... Yeah. <laughs> All right. So... It has a girth, he's saying. It's just a, a familiar girth. <laughs> Lemon perfect. Uh, the bottle, But the length as well. It seems very... The, okay, well, you, you can stop bragging about your... No, no, no. I'm just... Okay, that's not what I was doing. I'm just I'm just describing because it's it's an odd... It's an odd circumference with the length that it is. Like, can you... I mean, look up there. There's not a single other bottle that come... I mean, kind of the smart water, but even that's thicker than this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very odd that it's... Yeah. It's, it is small for a it's water... It's sm- For a water bottle, it's small. <laughs> um, Everything is sex. The cap I like, though. I do like the cap. It uh, It's an easy open. Yeah. It's wide. That's a little too flimsy for me. The cap, I don't, I don't think it's that flimsy. The, the, the strength of the cap doesn't matter so much as the lip of the bottle to me. It is. Um, it's a very firm lip. There's no yes. play to it at all. It's the thickest plastic of the bottle, right up here. At top. It is, which I like. I really, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good drinking bottle. Yeah, it really is. Okay, so um, I'm I mean, taking... I would refill it, but I want more than twelve freaking ounces. Exactly. It's, not... it's the size does it no favors. Yeah, which I, I mean, I get. You know, if they're doing half a lemon and it's all this cold pressed USDA organic, but I feel like although this water, it's got to be small. But I, I is, mean, this water isn't for somebody looking to hydrate. This water is looking for somebody who is like has cut everything else but water out of there, like but water and coffee yeah. out of their diet. Yeah. And this is their treat yeah. to have. It's like drinking a lemon water, like it the frequency that you would because some people drink it at night because it helps their stomach. With, with and, dinner or something like that. Yeah. If you're trying to avoid soda or alcohol yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. And this this would be a very good replacement for that. Yeah, in, in terms of flavor, like and if you've been not, drinking water all day, that's the only thing you've had, and you kind of want to jazz it up a little bit. Yeah. That's what this water is geared to. Yeah. So I get that and, it's, and that's exactly what what <laughs> the rest of the twelve pack was <laughs> at, at my house. Like I would, I drink water all day, and then at night I'd grab one of those. I'm like, hmm, so good. Yeah, like sometimes I'll go, I really like them. Sometimes, like as a treat to myself, like I'll take an extra five minutes on a cigarette break. Yeah, go to the Quickie Mart. Yeah, it's like a minute walk, and get myself a ginger ale. Like a twelve ounce ginger ale, okay, and okay. have that with my Gin- ginger ale is disgusting, but I can respect. I see what you're trying to say, yeah, and like a little, you know. So this is somebody 
<laughs> would have this with their cigarette break when they've been drinking water at work all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's I, good. I, I, like I get it. I get that. And I see I see like the size for that now, but um six out of ten for me. Overall score? I don't like the flavor at all. Yeah. It's hydration and it's, it's not for you. It the minerality is good. The the contents of the bottle are healthy and good and clean. Um the bottle itself is slick bottle. It's a slick bottle. I like the cap. Don't like the size, but I get why it's the size it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the fact that it just doesn't taste good to me takes that much off for you. Takes a lot, and that off. makes sense. If I didn't like it, I'd do the, do the same thing. I just like it. I mean, you know, I just finished mine a minute ago. Like, you know, yeah, I'll finish yours. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Two thirds of it left. But God, we have so much water. Well, um, you don't have to drink all of it. We could. You you can't just taste it. Ah, that seems disingenuous because I, I, if I like it at all, I drink all of mine. Have you all noticed right. that? I typically do that. It's my commitment to the show, man. I mean, what are you, I mean, at this point, you don't have to do anything. You don't do anything with the production. You don't do anything with the back end. You know, I, I run the website. What the? I do, Come on. I deal with all the, I deal with all the talent over there at Tripod. Like, uh huh. <laughs> don't you understand when I've started here? It's a big pain in my ass, man. <laughs> It's your little hobby and you love it. I do, but it doesn't pay. Yeah, well. Those are the worst kind of hobbies. Okay, so now here, uh, now Chris is now a producer then because because he contributed. What the fuck, man? What the fuck, man? Come on. No, it's true. It's, I don't know if you can hear that. Um, so the funny, the funny story about these is my wife tells me the other day <coughs> who works and she's like, um, so, Mrs. Rosendahl, as she as she's known uh, to the show, uh, she's she's like Mrs. Rosendahl is coming over while I'm at work to bring our plants back because when we went out of town this weekend, she babysat some plants for us, and <laughs> she was dropping them back off. And so my wife tells me she goes, she goes, yeah, uh, Sarah told me that when she comes by to bring the groceries back or the the plants back, that um. Chris sent along a water cast water. And I was like, oh, of course he did. I got three sitting in this house. <laughs> but no, no, I, I won't let that take away from Chris's contribution. And he's now he's now a producer and, and can choose his handle uh, appropriately in the uh, in the chat room as well as you're reading it. OK, so what do we have here, Matt? This and Chris, you son of a bitch. <laughs> this is. <sighs> I know it's it's it. Just looking at the whole thing is upsetting. This is a boxed water. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. It is Nestle Pure Life fruity water. <laughs> so it's a Nestle product. It's which I know they do a a fuck ton of beverages. Yeah, they in do. This country. They do. They probably do half the water or something. Uh, yeah, they do. I mean, dead serious. They do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but still, so it's, these are it's Nestle. Did you notice? Oh, were they the? Uh, yeah, these these biodegradable are ones. These are paper straws, man. <sighs> like it feels so bad in the hand. Fruity water. It, what? 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 This is okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. No, well, Sarah explained, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say on the show, but her mom bought them for their son. Yeah, just so who's, everyone knows, this is who's three. This is a Capri Sun. This is 
what you get at lunchtime in the cafeteria when no, you're ten years probably, old. No, you're probably true. You're probably right on about that. Yeah, it's. it's are you kidding me? Look at the. It's got like. No, I know. There's there's like a happy melon on the front. It's very. There's I'm, a mango I, diving onto a pineapple, and it, he is. They both look like they're fucking loving it. No matter what kink this is. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, did you see the ones on the back? Yeah, which one? Do you, why do bananas have to wear sunscreen? No, uh, no. I, I, why? Because they peel. Oh wow. What's the other one say? Did you know you can plant pineapple leaves to grow a new uh, a new plant? Is that what yours says, or are they different? No, mine says, what's brown, hairy, and wears sunglasses? I don't know. A coconut on vacation. <gasps> and mine says, the pineapple tells me, he says, did you know a pineapple is not an apple or a pine? It's actually a berry? Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, although, to be honest, they, like the things on the back of here is probably... I mean, you know, let's let's be real. When the kid get this gets this at lunch, like this is the most education he's had all day if he's like at LA Unified. Like yeah. let's be real. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> he, he can get a science fact from the back of the Nestle box. <laughs> and the parents can feel, so feel it's, good about it. It's a small carton. We are looking at six point seven five ounces here. Oh my gosh. All right. Paper straw into the hole we go. And it's just like it it just like you were twelve years old again. <laughs> But the straw goes all the way down in there too. Well, I can't get anything off the bouquet because I can't smell oh through a straw. Gosh. You, Addison, does not like it. No, I do not. Oh man, that that tastes. That is bad. That's. I thought it was going to at least no. have. <laughs> <laughs> he just man, man, good just, grief. Man just scooted it away from him with ferocity. No, you see what I'm saying. It's like the flattest flavor in the world. I spit the like the last half of that at my fireplace just now. Yeah, it's it's gross, man. This is I thought I thought there was going to be like a flavor, but it's just it's just like Well, there definitely is there's coconut there, but there's also probably penis. Is that that must be it. It's not coconut, not penis. But uh, no, that must I'm going to use my phone light here again cuz Matt doesn't believe in lights. Tropical anymore. twist is what it's called. Yeah, but I'm thinking it has coconut wa- or uh, coconut water. Because it says flavored water beverage. Okay. Uh, purified water. No. Huh. Weird. But it has this weird pineapple coconut taste to it. Well, it says natural flavors, so, you know, that can be that can be anything. That's how they got the vaccines and these. Natural pineapple and mango flavors, but <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's it, you don't get any of that. <laughs> we should probably move on. Are you going to take some of this lemon? Maybe it'll clear your palate. It tastes like dust. Yeah, no, you can tell it's boxed. And also, it does taste. Sure no, it paper, tastes. This paper straw is not doing it any favors. Oh, shit, dude, you're right. Are you kidding? You're 100. This, this is what look, everything tastes okay, like in your, fucking take California. Your, take now. your straw out. Oh, you want to do the squirt? You no, want to ta- do the- No, take your straw out. Feel it. Yeah, it's probably coming apart. Like where mine was in contact with the container. Yeah, it feels totally different because it, yes. it started to absorb the water because it's made out of paper. You're tasting the pe- it's made out of paper. paper. Probably. Do the squeeze method, is it totally different? It's better, but it's not. It's still flat. It still Man. tastes like dust and I, cardboard. I, I, and of any real like. It's like faintly pineapple, I think. I think is the only fruit that I could pull out if I had to. I'm getting a little coconut, but just like, it's just, there's just not enough flavor there to make it <sighs> God, this taste is bad, like something. Man. It's it's so it's so fucking neutral. 
Yeah, it's very yeah. And it, and again, the straw in the box, I'm sure, don't do any favors. Yeah, the uh, five thumbs down. This this may be our worst tasting water. Uh, <laughs> it's in to... a liquid form, so it it gets a one from me. But that's it. That is yeah, a one. No, it's it's bad. Six ounces. That's bullshit. The cap. Where is it? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the faggy straw. Yeah, and the thing Paper about straws, don't believe in them. One of the things you know I hate about waters. Yeah, is flimsiness. Oh yeah, and so this is a box. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking flimsy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's terrible. You know? It's terrible. Uh, all around, horrible product. The reason why parents get Capri Suns and this for their kids isn't because they know they won't spill. They're going to spill. It's because they won't break and spill. Yeah. Which they would get from anything else. You know? Is that it? Yeah. No, this is this is garbage. Chris, you, you'd be ashamed. Thanks for sending us the water. I mean, yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, but... I know how to not raise my children. <laughs> But buying this shit. Was it Sarah's mother or Chris's mother who brought those waters? I believe it was her mother. <sighs> yeah. So there might there may be a conversation that needs to be had there. Yeah. Sorry about your mother in law, bro. <laughs> All in laws are terrible, though. It's true. It's true. It's just a, it's a fact. Never had one. Yeah. Well, should we? You want you want to keep going on, or you want to do a little intermission? <laughs> talk about know. something else. Up to you. I want to talk about my trip this weekend. Okay. All right. What do you what do you do? So, <clears throat> while, you, while you do that, I'm going to cleanse my palate with a cigarette. <laughs> you know what? I, I may actually. No, no, no. No, no, no you don't need to. <laughs> but no, man, that, that is gross. That was a gross water. <laughs> Two thumbs down, Chris. Do better next time, man. <laughs> that was gross. Um, no, so, yeah, we, we um, had planned to go out of town for our anniversary. Uh, just the two of us. I'm going to get that off of this lemon water. <laughs> the dry mouth of the weed and the dryness of that water are is, is an unbeatable. The flatness. Unbeatably bad. Just the blandness. Combination. Um, I feel way more hydrated after one sip of that lemon water. <laughs> Gosh, well, you can Chris. have the rest of it because I'm not. I, I, I'm not both I, I'm these waters cool. have been a swing and a miss for me. Yeah, well, you it's know. two strikes. Maybe we'll have better luck here. Hopefully. I think I think one of these is going to be really good. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. So we plan to do this uh, anniversary thing because our anniversary was March 10th, uh, 10 years, 10 year anniversary. And congratulations. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's really something. It's really something. So we, we kind of, we went all out with the gifts <laughs> as you know. Yeah. yeah. A- and, uh, and we also had you over to, uh, to kind of do a little bit of a, just a little vow renewal. We just wanted to do it super small, you know? Um, because, and it was like, it, and it, it, what was funny is we did it on a Sunday afternoon and then we had just stayed for the fire and my mom came over too. And so you and I, uh, my mom had texted me and was like, it, uh, like six ish. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm leaving at six 30. And I was like, okay. And so about six 15, I said to you, I have these joints. <laughs> I was surprised. I thought we were going to share one, but you're like, no, it's well. The, okay, so the dispensary had a penny pre roll deal. It's not my fault. It's, no, it's, it's so yeah, but yeah. So we each had our own, uh, which and I saw you even towards the end. I mean, you were like, because uh, I, I saw you do the mental decision of should I put this back in the tube and save it for later tonight or just power through? And mm-hmm. you decided to power through, and I was quite impressed. I did. I think but I had to, was, I think I had to relight it at one point because I let it go. You out. did, yeah. But but we were we were both. I mean, that was pretty good. 
It was, and it, that was a great day. I, I was one of my favorite days yeah. of of in a while. Um, I was blessed to be there. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad. I, I'm glad I got to be there. Yeah, and because uh, yeah, to say a little blessing over you and your family, and 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 just knowing all the, or not all, but most <laughs> of the details of you know your struggles. Yeah. Um, both you and Meredith, and just as a family, and everything else, and the growth. You know, it's been uh, a long road. It has. And, uh, you know, the devil comes for you when you're at your highest, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he you does. Why you maybe seen that little yeah. bump you, 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 you just hit. Yeah. But still, you guys are happy. We're, we're trying to be. <laughs> well, you're, <laughs> yeah. well, that's, mo- that's what that fucking happiness is. It really is, man. And it's just, it's, it's you know, work. the majority. And it's loving the, the work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, because the Sunday after that, we actually had over some friends that we haven't seen in 10 years. I mean, really, like the last time I saw them was years and years ago. Wow. And uh, not 10 years, but. um, So how is Aaron? (laughs) Well, no, his name is his name is actually Aaron, but it's not Aaron Smith. It's a guy I used to go to church with. But they have kids now and they just moved a little bit closer and they were coming in town to see people. And so we had them over. Aaron what? Aaron McCullough. He's in the group, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. him and his wife came over for a bonfire. Oh, good. That, your, yeah. That's good. It was an awesome time, dude. I mean, He it doesn't was just... contribute a whole lot, but when like <laughs> when he does, it's like, oh, hmm, interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, it's good stuff. He's quiet, but he he only, he only comes yeah. with heat, so. Well, I, I think he's busy and, you know. <laughs> sure. Not, not everybody is like you, me, and Hango, who wants to just go in there all night and make a fool of ourselves. Um, I do. I wish people would. <laughs> I, I, I long for Esther to come back to the group. I really do. Like I would love it. It's just, oh, don't say that. It, I think she still listens. Well, She'll come no, back, dude. I can't take it anymore. I know, no, but like, <laughs> I just the drama. It was fun. Oh, you want me to? You want me to? I mean, I I have the nuclear option. No, no. no I was gonna don't. say every couple of months he asked me, but uh, no, no. You say, you say the word and we'll. I mean, I'll I'll drop a hand grenade. There's there's fun trolling. <laughs> yeah. Obtuse redheads, and then there's oh, blatantly toxic. Okay. Yo, yeah. All okay, right. that's fair. That's fair. Like. Esther, she's a great woman, uh, <laughs> raising beautiful white children. Yeah, with her husband. Yeah, fantastic. I, really I, against homeschooling, though. I saw they recently got a house. Oh, I did think. they? Something oh, like you're that. still on like Facebook stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. Um, That's and like, good like, to yeah. you know, good for her. She's, yeah, she's, she's she's very blessed. But man, can she just be up to sometimes? <laughs> Again, love Esther. She's a great person. But my God, she would trigger me like in the worst possible way oh yeah yeah times a thousand i know i miss those days <laughs> well I, I, I worked out some rage online rather than working out rage at my front of house manager and making them cry irl yeah so maybe man that's true maybe it's switching maybe you need to go back to get get your login back for 4chan and just <laughs> i need a wife to abuse is what i need is that it i think yeah. so yeah a, or maybe or maybe a girlfriend to gaslight they aren't <laughs> They are nice to have. I'll be honest. It's great at the end of the day, after you smoke your your evening your evening smoke, whatever that might be, and then you and then you just go and just bother your wife with it. You know, just stream of consciousness. Just let her have it. You know, I no that is a that is a thing because there's been several times when I'm you know I'm baked. I'm in that zone. Yeah, and I'm just like preaching to the walls. Exactly. Like, you know. Yeah. So get yourself a woman to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Babe, have you ever thought about it? perception of reality yeah, exactly exactly yeah 
No, I I do that to her like every night. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of doing that though, what what uh, I mean, I guess I guess I'll ask if he wants me to cut this out or not. But Chris and I uh had the chance to uh to to do our our evening ritual together because mm-hmm. uh, he had us over to the to his farm, uh, and it was it was it was beautiful. Just went out on the porch and. And did our thing and looked at the big, beautiful sky out where he's at mm-hmm. and just talked. It was good times. Um, anyway, we were talking about the um, trip. I was going to yeah. talk about the trip. Yeah. Well, so yeah, 10 year anniversary. We had you over. But one of the things that we did also with it, because 10 years, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it is. Um, is we're going to go on a trip. And it was not originally planned to include the kids. And, why, why is that? Well, we can leave that. We can leave that oh. where where it's at. Mm. Um, but uh, so we we kind of had to squeeze them in at the last minute, to be fair. And <laughs> which means we're in the master, and they're in the living part of the thing mm-hmm. on a, on an air mattress and a and a fold out chair. Is what that means. Mm. Um. So not tremendously conducive to you know full nights of sleep and so on well or you know oh well, come on i'm just, come on i'm not gonna let that stop me <laughs> the door the door between the bathroom locks come on those kids they can stand there and knock i don't give a shit <laughs> come on bro just be another 90 seconds they can wait i'm talking about um, tainting the whole place with uh, <laughs> your ball sweat is what i'm, what I'm talking well, no, about that, that would have been like a 10th anniversary <laughs> well that you know, they, like to be fair, that B&B, was the plan. That was the plan. Yes. You know. Yeah. Is about spreading fluids throughout the entire Airbnb. <laughs> Everything is sex. Uh. Well, I. You know. Okay. Now that you went there, yes. I mean, that was that was the plan. <laughs> that was the plan. I'll be honest. It was booked because there was a hot tub there. Oh. There. I mean, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was booked with a certain with a certain um vibe in mind. Mm-hmm. And, and it turned out that I brought my kids. How'd they so enjoy the hot tub? It's, <laughs> well, no kids allowed in the hot tub, obviously. Oh, really? So that, of course, means that no one else was able to take advantage of it. No, no, <sighs> I know. I know. It's, it was, it was, it, yeah, I know. I know. Well, well. Many such <laughs> cases. <laughs> Anyways, so this is how we got all, get on this trip together, all together. Well, anyways, it was actually kind of cool because the place we were staying uh, kept. It's kind of like a small working farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they have some guineas. Um, they have some. They have a whole bunch of chickens. They have too many horses, and I think they have some other things, but I'm not. But I'm not positive. But those are the things that I saw. Um, and so what was really kind of cool is my kids you know, being humble poultry farmers themselves, mm-hmm. uh, were absolutely jazzed to stay on a poultry farm. Sure. I mean, they, they, you know, they're talking about the kind of chickens that she has and, you know, <laughs> you know, all this kind of stuff. And it, so it was actually really good. You know, they really enjoyed themselves. Well, good. Um, and we also went to, uh, because it was in Clark, Missouri. Uh, we also went to, um, um, an Amish community, which I had never been to before. Okay. Neither in my kids. And they were absolutely enamored with the Amish. 
Really? It was it was incredible. As soon as we drived on on on, you know, started coming into where their farms were, like that community, because they all do it in one area. Mm-hmm. And uh and well, that's another thing. As as we were leaving, I told my wife, I said, I said, the Amish have really got it right in in terms of the way that they were live. Were they Amish or were they Mennonite? They may have been Mennonite. I'm not well the, no, because that the the one says Amish store, like where we bought all this stuff. Okay. And they didn't have any power there. I mean, I assume, I assume that's Amish, but you know, it's kind of like it's it's kind of like East Asian people. I can't really, yeah, I can't always judge yeah. the the eyes. Same thing with the Amish mm-hmm. versus the Mennonites. I can't always. It's you know. the difference between a, like a uh, someone from Laos <laughs> and someone from Indonesia. Exactly. Like you know, okay, I mean, okay, pointless. Yeah, yeah. One's um, head is a little bit shaped differently. Yeah, white or not is the only thing I see. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so um, Laotians have smaller noses, whereas like. Is Indonesians that, tend to have like wider noses. Yeah. Okay. It's a little tip for next time. Yeah. yeah. Indonesians are really like, well, um, no. Well, anyways, I'm pretty sure it was an Amish community. Just let me be racist. <laughs> and my kids loved it. As soon as we pulled on there, it was funny because as soon as we pulled on there, you know, they, they, they saw a whole group of Amish kids actually playing outside. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, the kids are, are decked full out like the adults are like yeah. the jackets and everything, all black for the dudes and the, and the kid, you know, the girls are all in these big dresses, and uh, it was funny because my kids instantly said, as I was explaining to them, I was like, "Yeah, you know, there's no, they, they don't, they don't do any power." So I was like, "There's no electricity, there's no nothing." I was like, "You'll see cars coming in and out of here with Amish people in them because they they hire people to come give them give them rides, mm-hmm. but they don't use any cars, and you'll probably see them riding, you know, the buggies." And so we did and stuff. And one of the first things I think it was my son said. He's like, Dad, I think the Amish people believe in Jesus. And I was like, I'm sure they do, son. Yeah, I'm they sure do. they do. And uh and it was it was really kind of cool because then and I didn't realize how much it it impressed them. Um, I mean they said some things and stuff, but then the first time when they were making noise that night when they were going to sleep, and I, you know, that we're in the other room, lights off and everything, I was like, I was like, okay, I'll go in and, and deal with them. And I go in and basically they talked to me for about 10 minutes all about the Amish. And, and, uh, my daughter said, um, she said, dad, she said that, uh, that lady that we bought the cow's milk from that had been milked that this morning. And I was like, yeah. Um, cause she had a dress on and everything. And she came out and, and talked to my wife and she's like, she's like, she was so nice and she was so happy. <laughs> and I was like, probably because she doesn't have a phone, sweetheart. Now go to sleep. It's true. I mean, I'm just thinking of it in my my stoner. I mean, can you imagine brain right can now? Can you imagine a, a a society? Because I mean, they're not societies; they're they're smaller communities. But but the Amish people in general. Can you imagine a society of women that are not polluted by social media, Matt? Uh, I mean, that's it, it's hard. Exactly. But it we don't even have to. For once, I'm not advocating all women here, but like, <laughs> not even in the, in the context of of the gender thing but like as you were explaining that to me and talking about you know the Amish and everything and they really were the good doctor Uh professor before like 200 years ago yeah they saw this industrial revolution like the first one yeah not the fourth exactly no the first one and the first time they were you like, know. you know what? We'll just run these wires here. And the Amish were like, ah. Well, technically, that's, no, that's, the, that. that's the second industrial revolution. Is that the, the first? Sec- well, the first was coal and well, then electricity. 
Okay, that makes sense. You know. So after the first one, because <laughs> I believe they still use coal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what the mill because we went by apparently they, you know they had a place there where they mill all their own lumber. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and that's what I was explaining to my kids who were driving by. I'm like, look, they do the lumber. Like, I was like, you see these logs here? That's what they cut in and and slice and stuff. That's what they build their barns out of and build their homes out of. And then, and then it was funny because my wife was explaining to us who apparently has watched a bunch of Amish documentaries, I guess, which I, I had no idea. I was like, you have, but she okay. was like, she was like, yeah, so the men can't grow a beard until they're married. And, uh, what was the other thing she told us? Um, oh, it, it, in a community, like an Amish community, um, the farms take every seventh year off and just live off of everyone else's farm. And because that's what I told the kids, because two days before we left or three days, whatever it was, I tilled our garden, which involved me renting a tiller mm-hmm. from home Depot. And it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare because it's, again, it was overland that had never been tilled. And so it was just chopping into grass and just, you know, me holding it for an hour. Mm-hmm. And I told the kids, I was like, you know, you remember when I got that tiller and it took me about 40 minutes to do, you know, our garden. So we went by a field that looked like that. And I said, how do you think they did that without any machines, without any cars, without any tillers? I was like, they probably did it with horses. Mm -hmm. And then my wife said, my wife chipped in and was like, and probably everybody around came and helped do it too uh, on the same day because that's how, that's how they work. The community does things for the community's benefit. And I was like, dude, like that's it. Like, that's what you have to have. Mm-hmm. That's the ideal community. Truly. You know, I think that I think they're a little wacky to go without power. I, I would like to have the ability to be sustainable without power if need be, but I'm not looking to do because that's a bridge too far, man. That's, yeah. I mean, God bless them for doing it, but I can't, I can't do that. I, there's, I just can't do it. But to have a community of people that, that operate like that, like that's the dream, man. Yeah, because that's that's how you beat the fourth industrial, the fourth industrial revolution. Like you have to have these communities that say, "No, we're going to do it, and you're not." And so my kids really enjoyed seeing the Amish, and and we bought raw, fresh, raw milk. Really, my wife said she ladled it out of out of the thing that it was milked into, and we got two gallons of it down there Hmm. for guess how much. Now keep in mind to to give you to give you a. a bit of a pride if you don't know the price for raw milk at all. So the only place that Sarah can get that will deliver once a week, it's $12 a gallon. Okay. So how much do you think it was from the Amish farm? Five bucks a gallon. From the cow. $3 a gallon, man. $3 a gallon, which I handed to a sweet, kind of plump Amish chick. (laughs) Well, my wife did. And we got it straight from the farm and it was, it was delicious. I had never had raw milk before, but that was really, I was like, Oh, there's a lot of flavor there. Like it's, it's really kind of there, you know, cause you grab milk from the store, like 2% or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's just not, I mean, it's, it tastes kind of like milk, but you know, I don't know. The raw milk to me had a, had a lot more flavor than, than regular. Milk. I've never had raw milk. I'd never had either until this weekend. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll give it, you know, sure. I'll give it a go, but it's supposed to be a lot better for you in terms of the probiotics and all that stuff. I'm, I'm sure. So, I don't know. I mean, I've had great poops over the last four days. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm talking just right out and bloop, just end of the bowl. Um, <laughs> it was a fun trip, kind of. Uh, we went to a gun store. 
and I looked at some guns. We went to a dispensary. We went to Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> um, we ate at a Mexican place. Yeah, and then my kids played with chickens. Oh, and we got a dozen free duck eggs from a farm nice. while we were out there. <laughs> so we came home with, we came home with, what's funny is we came home. Uh, so the way she does it is she's like, here's a basket of eggs in the refrigerator that are complimentary. And then if you want to take a dozen home, there's there, the drawer is filled with, you know, five or six cartons that are dozens mm-hmm. of eggs. And she's like, you can pay two fifty and put it on the counter uh, when you leave to take a dozen home. But the ones in the basket are complimentary. So because she has roosters and we don't have roosters uh, at our place, because she has roosters, we definitely took that basket of eggs home. All of them because they're complimentary. They're complimentary. That's what the note said. Sure. Uh, and they are fertilized eggs. Oh, so they went in our incubator, <laughs> uh, along with a dozen more uh, eggs from our uh, new bantams that we got. And you because said they're, they're duck eggs? No, 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 no. Oh, we didn't. We didn't put any duck egg, duck eggs in. <clears throat> we probably could have though. Those duck eggs we got are probably fertilized. You don't want to fuck with ducks. Oh, we 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 can't, we absolutely can't. Where we're at, they have to have water. Yeah, they have to have some kind of body of water. And I'm not. Yeah, I'm not screwing. And they're mean. Um, if you hand raise them, you know, anything that you hand raise is a lot better. Like that's why our chickens, you know, are, are perfectly fine. Like with my kids chasing them all day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, uh, because they, they, from a very young age, they've been picking them up and everything. Yeah. So anyway, so there's the poultry farm update. So there are, there are four chickens right now that are outside. Uh, they're all bantams. They're all laying fairly regularly. And actually, one of them went broody and is now sitting on eggs. <laughs> which, really? Which might hatch. Yeah. I, she's old enough to do it. And yeah, just the other day, because I let him out to graze and and just kind of kind of hit the pasture, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then I let him take a dust bath in the, uh, in the compost pile. And <clears throat> so I did it to the two girls, and then I put them back in to their tractor. And then I was getting the other two girls out. Because right now, we've got them segregated because that's what you're supposed to do is kind of quarantine a new flock for for a while and when i let out out the newest set of girls which are actually older um the one didn't want to come out for any reason she was just laying in the back like all the way back into the house part and she didn't want to come out for any reason whatsoever and i'm like well that's weird i hope she's not sick and so i was kind of tossing her mealworms and stuff and it occurred to me like my wife had mentioned this but i didn't really know we hadn't really talked about it and you know none of our chickens have done it but it kind of occurred to me. I was like, you know, she doesn't want to move from that back corner. I was like, I wonder if she's sitting on an egg. Like she is, she's not moving and she's eating all the mealworms that I toss in front of her. So she's, it's not like she's sick. Yeah. And yeah. Then I told my wife and she's like, well, I'm going to test it today because if you give them an egg, they'll, they'll take it under them while, while they're, they're in the mood to, I guess. Mm-hmm. And basically what, what my wife has told me is you either have to break them of being in that mood or give them an egg to, to sit on. To get him out of that mood. That's the only way you can do it. Yeah. And so I guess she handed him an egg today. And it was funny because I was looking out from the from the upper window. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to give her an egg. And I was like, okay. And she's like, oh, yep. She immediately took it right underneath her. So she's she's definitely sitting on eggs. Um, hmm. So we got that going on in the yard. And then, there's, then there are five chicks who are not full grown yet in our brooder in our house, which will be headed out. And we still don't know. My wife's, I think her best guess right now is that there's two males and three females. Um, 
which would be okay. But if if there's any more males, that's going to be a real problem. Yeah. Because I'm going to have to get rid of them. Uh, but there are five chicks in there. <clears throat> and then there are two dozen eggs in the incubator. A dozen of which are from our bantams, our mini bantams. And a dozen of which are from the farm that we stayed the weekend at and our uh, full-size chicken. So that's what we got going on at the old uh, the old Dodd family poultry farm. He is but a humble chicken farmer. I am. I am. It's true. Well, what's funny is when you came over, you came outside one time. You'd gone in with my son because when my kids oh, made yeah. their brats, they insisted, not me, not my wife, who are the usual suspects, regardless of who comes over. But no, Matt had to come in and and assist them and oversee them putting their brat onto the bun. Like four different times. Because he's a chef. Yeah. Yes. So every brat that my kids They cooked, wanted me to apply the ketchup and the mustard <laughs> and whatever else they were eating with Did it. Did they really? Because I didn't go yes, up with you. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, well, have fun with that. I mean Yeah. Then I told him I was like, Which, oh, yeah, hats I off to. to your kids for being like mustard fans too. Oh yeah? Yeah. Most kids that age aren't like they're not into mustard. Well, I've tried to break them of ketchup. Every time they eat ketchup, I'm like, you know, that's just sugar, right? It is. I, ketchup I, is mostly sugar. Yeah. Well, you, you tell them and they'll, they'll really believe it. But I, t- I tell them all the time because that, that, yeah, that's something the kids like really, it's, it's a bad thing. Like, mm-hmm. A lot of ki- kids that eat a lot of ketchup like are getting diabetes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mustard is actually good for you. Yeah. It I is. Mean, depending on it what is. it is. A lot of yeah. it does contain a lot of sugar. Yellow yeah. mustard, a lot of sugar. Yeah. But like, Whole grain mustard, yeah. Dijon, like mm-hmm. it, I mean, no, it's mustard seed vinegar. Well, it's still better for you than distilled water. The pure sugar of ketchup because it yeah, really is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a, one of the times you were coming out laughing, and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh, dude, your your son just said to me, we're but humble poultry farmers.'" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He tells people that we're we're talking about like some sort of we we're talking about the chickens while we were in the kitchen. Yeah, as and you do. Uh, yeah. And I mentioned he he was spouting off to me about like about the chickens about like how they behave or something like something like that. Yeah. And I said to them, "Well, I said, well, man, you sure know a lot about chickens, don't you?" Yeah. And he's like, "We are but humble poultry farmers." <laughs> and it just cracked my shit up. I was like, "What?" Like, I was just trying to be like, "Man, dude, hey, look at you, you're smart." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah that's what I do." He's, yeah. he's like, "Yeah, that's what I do. I'm a fucking man. I get up and I I farm fucking chickens." <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. He, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go let her out. She was out. Uh, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, he uh, he tells people that we are but humble poultry farmers. The way he, the way he said it though was like, yeah, of course I know a lot about chickens. We're poultry farmers. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> exactly. You know. Well, they they've done this with me. Like, so the first round that we had on the incubator. I was I was really nervous because I didn't realize I was going to have to turn them. But with her schedule, you know, the 5 p.m. turn is on me. Yeah. And so the first time she told me that, she didn't tell me that it was going to be that way. And then she puts them under and she's like, okay, so when I go to work tomorrow, you're going to have to turn them at 5. And I was like, I'm going to have to do what? Like, you know, I wasn't expecting this responsibility, you know, like all this. And the first time I'm turning them, you know, the kids are watching on our first run. And they're telling me all about, they're like, yeah, so on this day, then we can candle them and see how many are fertilized. And then, and then we'll know. And then, and then they're, they're, like, they're like telling me how this whole process is going to go. Mm. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know any of that. And I didn't teach them. And they were, she was not even there. And they were just repeating all this info to me. 
It was crazy. And they they're the ones that you know, it's her and the kids that have the calendar set up for the ones in the incubator and mm-hmm. all that. So anyways, the poultry farm is doing great. Well good. I don't I don't know who asked, but uh <laughs> and we had fun on our trip. The Amish are great people. Well good. Okay. I'm glad you guys had a good time. I'm gonna save the best for last. So these I actually grabbed on the way out to visit another farm that I was going to. I go to all these farms, man. Because my brother you should. My brother and sister in law are are doing their thing and they've got chickens and all this other stuff. And I go out to Chris's and he he's 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 starting to get moving on some things. Maybe not maybe not as fast as everybody would like, but mm-hmm. but uh, but uh well and all there there are also some um personal roadblocks there <laughs> which which I've been made aware of. But anyways, on the way out to visit one of those guys, we stopped at a Huck's and I saw these and I was like, well, I'm going to pick up two of those because it's been a while since I bought water for Watercast and we've never had these and I'd never seen them before. So what do we have here, Matt? So Huck's is a local gas station. There's not many of them around anymore. A lot of them go, but they, they're more rural. Yes, they are more rural. Yeah, they are. Um, you'll find them where you find farms. Yeah. Um, Huck's market established 1974 artisan spring water, naturally alkaline, 8.3 natural electrolytes, 16.9 ounces. Uh, so they are going off 500 milliliters and then it has American flag made in the USA. Now I wanted to see, now, does this it say bottle on here where it comes from? Is very much just a little bit bigger than the lemon perfect bottle we, we had uh, for the first one on the show. It's about the same size. And oh the, yeah, the you're cap right. Looks the same. It's just a little bit girthier. Yeah, this is just this is just the the size up, but it's the exact same bottle. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, but even still, like I said, look, it's still shorter, and that and that one's thinner too. And we don't have to get into the girth. Yeah, but anyways, okay. So I wanted to draw your attention to this. We got bad news on here, Matt. Oh, source, Hillcrest Spring, Washington County, Missouri. Now that's fine, but then here's bottled by H2O Technologies LLC, Potosi, Missouri, and then here's the here's the real the real kicker, which I don't like. Filtered and ozonated for quality. Now, what does that mean? Well, the filtered obviously just means filtered. Ozonated, I believe, refers to the pH. Does it not? Or am I wrong on that? So they're adding oxygen to the water, or what? Uh, well, we're just going to see what DuckDuckGo has to say. Uh, it doesn't have a nutrition facts label on here. Refers to water that has been treated with ozone gas. Its proponents claim that it offers benefits in both clinical and industrial spaces from pre- presenting, preventing cancer and fighting free radicals in the body to supporting dental health and preserving food safety. Uh, colorless and odorless gas comprising three oxygen atoms. So yes, basically. In the gas form, ozone is an unstable molecule that can cause damage to the lungs when inhaled. When ozone is dissolved in water, the water becomes ozonated, ozonated, however you say it, and is believed to have some therapeutic effects, including antioxidant and antimicrobial properties and use in dental therapy, cancer treatment, and food safety techniques. Now, one thing I do like about this bottle is that Interesting. the label has a bunch of wrinkles in it. Some air pockets. Oh, like it was put on by a person? This was put on by a person. 
You think so? I don't know. Mine doesn't have any. Mine does. A bunch of them. Maybe not. I mean, the label is extremely even for being put on by, by a person, but still. Yeah, I don't think there's... I mean, nothing's okay. done by people anymore, Matt. Come on. Yeah, well, one can dream, But right? anyways, I don't like that it's filtered and necessarily with this ozone and... We do have an expiration date, which I also am not a huge fan of. Are we BPA-free? Uh, you know, it doesn't. It says recycle. Please recycle. It does not say BPA-free. And I'm not seeing. Oh, yep. We got the logo. Oh, no. 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 Don't, we don't have an official BPA-free. Assume it is, but what's it like? Uh, there's no scent. It's kind of flat. There's no minerality to it, really, on the first wig. I don't go for scent. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is very flat. It's um, there's a little bit there. There's some dryness there, which usually indicates some minerality, but it's smooth. I'm getting a little bit of like softener on the back end. Are you? Is not, that not so? Maybe not. I don't know. Oh yeah, now it's coating my lips. I don't know. Maybe maybe not softener, but it's just that dryness. Maybe that's just the minerality. No, it's a little. There's something almost sticky on my lips now. That I've moisture I wetted my lips with with. The water that I drank out of here. Or is that just because the last thing you drank was, was a lemon water? No, it's definitely a dryness that's coating the mouth. Yeah, so like softener? Or Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's just ozonated. I don't know. It tastes like it tastes like a good tap water to me. Like tap water without the chlorine. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the flavor. It's not I don't one like of the better the aftertaste. The aftertaste. It, it, yeah, it feels like what, it's yeah, coated it's, my mouth with yeah. like a dryness, but almost like a sticky dryness. Yeah. No, I definitely got that too. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I I can't quite tell if that's softener. It it doesn't taste like a like a chlorine or something like that, but it it does it it tastes very industrial to me. I don't know. Like you'd get maybe at a hotel that was kind of filtered or something. It's but not as soft as most hotels are. I don't know. It's it's tough to explain. I'm not a fan. I like the bottle. I like the size. I don't like the size. It's too small. I like the bottle. And yeah, I like the cap. The size is too small, but um, compared to this lemon thing, it's actually I like there. the label too. I, I I was gonna say that it's kind of yeah. It's, it's just I mean, simple. It's, it's black with white and gold accents in the lettering. Yeah. Um. But I like the shape of that, and it's not overly fancy. But. Yeah, it's um It almost seems like they're not taking themselves too seriously in that artesian is the only thing that's italicized. You see what I mean? Yeah. Like they're kind of poking fun at the idea. Or this is just water somebody ran through a water softener and is like well, these see, these country bumpkins won't know. Well, this is what I'm saying. They don't though, have Fiji look at, out look there. At, look at this. So it's in it's, Clark County, Missouri. It gives a spring as a source, Hillcrest Spring, Washington County, Missouri, which is is fine. Most spring waters give a source, but then it's these next two lines that then bottled by H2O Technologies LLC. That sounds like a shell. That sounds like a go between Potosi, Missouri, 
So they it, it comes up in Washington County, then goes to Potosi to be bottled. Usually it's bottled at the source. Fuck, this is prison water. And then and then it says filtered and ozonated for quality. This is prison why water. Why are you filtering it if it came directly from a spring? And why does it need to be bottled if it's not bottled at the source? Those are two different locations. You see what I mean? Like there's, I, I think you might be right. I don't know. There's some fuckery here. This is prison I'm, water. You think they they bottle it? That's part of their Potosi. For the those who don't know, it's the largest penitentiary. Oh, that's right. In, yeah, state, in the state of Missouri, and Potosi is known as the town you go to if you're going to do serious jail time in Missouri. Yes, I think so. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. the long term. It's it's prison. It's the yeah, prison that, in Missouri. There's one in Jeff City, I think. That's a yeah, a pretty. But pretty Potosi is the is. The only thing they're known for is having a giant ass jail <laughs> with like five thousand inmates. Yeah, is it that big? I yeah, I think so. It's it's huge. Oh. So you think this was bottled by? Uh, oh yeah, this is definitely like by inmate bangers. labors. Inmate labor. Yeah, interesting. Uh huh. Well, hopefully we don't have uh, AIDS now. Some somebody's came in that water in that <laughs> vat of water. Maybe. You want to cover anything before we do this last one? Um, yeah, Hux Water, that's like a three from me. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Not, I, I'm, not it, into it. It's an odd flavor. The The bottle is kind of cool looking, which is, you know, something. But that that sourcing, that that sort of chain of custody, it it's not an exact chain of custody, but but that, yeah, that gives me the willies. I it's suspect. Know. It is. It's fishy. It's fishy. Pun intended. Water fish, you know. How oh, it is. okay. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. This is your first time telling jokes? Okay, don't <laughs> don't be rude. I don't have to be disrespectful. You've been listening to anything interesting lately? Just no agenda. Um, and mysterious universe, which is like my in entertainment podcast. Mm. They talk about the wild and the wacky. Mm-hmm. Of uh, never listened. Ghosts and tales of the weird. And demon possessions and hauntings and <laughs> cursed objects and they they go into they do a um they make a production out of it. So it's they they take well oh these it's some radio theater. Yeah, you've told me it about is, this yeah, before. it's a little radio yeah. theater. Yeah. Like not not really theater, but it's it's good storytelling. So just that and no agenda, huh? Well I was actually uh, catching up on uh news and views today. Oh yeah. Back yeah. and forth from work. I had like three or four to listen to. Yeah. Um, his takes are all, always interesting. A um, little bit of Carl Wood. Yeah. That Clyde Lewis episode he did. It's decent. It was that was hot decent. fire. Yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah. Like they played, they, they're both, they're pros. They've been in it for a while in conspiracy. Yeah. And. Now they played off each other really well. Greg knows how to an- answer the question. Yeah. And lead them. And Clyde knows how to fill. Yeah. That dude knows how to just. Just whatever the question is, yeah. just take it in a direction that's like, oh shit! I don't know. He just he he. I don't know. Oh, Clyde's in the Clyde's in the industry. You, I know you've been a big fan of 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 Ground Zero, and I've listened some before it went because in in and now it's like all premium. Yeah, now you can't listen at all. Um, and I know he had like some OGs on there, like Tracy Twyman and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day. But man, does he? I mean, he. There, there's certain things he toes right at the line. Like oh, it's, he's definitely in the Alex Jones territory of like you know controlled opposition. Like, maybe not uh, controlled opposition, but well, definitely knows he. 
He here here's what it is. But he's syndicated. I, I always exactly. tell myself that. That's what I always. I'm like I'm like okay, this exactly. dude. This dude is on the radio, and so he has to. Oh, he used to be on the radio. I don't. I'm not sure if he's on the radio. I, I anymore. believe he is. Okay. He, I think he mentioned that at the end of at the end of yeah. with T, on THC. But yeah, he is on terrestrial radio. Yeah. So I think owned he, by them. So yeah. <laughs> you know, you kind of. Yeah. So you can't, you know, say everything. I actually like this version a lot better than the one that was put behind that meme that you sent me. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> so um, yeah, owned by uh, owned by them. So, but but still, uh, good content. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I I enjoy them. I think I was I was li- listening to Richard Serrett when you got here today. Who's that? Um, he does. He's a Canadian broadcaster. Um, does a podcast, couple different podcasts, conspiracy stuff. Um, kind of vanilla. Mm. As far as like, he'll have like, uh, very Christian too. Okay. Um, but very uh vanilla in that he doesn't like tackle hardcore subjects. But he does uh, kind of keep it relevant, and it's interesting. Uh, the episode was about um, Canadian sovereignty. No, that that Canadians back in 1931, when they chartered their government, they rechartered. Like there was some restructuring in the government. Basically, they became they were a corporation under the Queen of England. Yeah, I think you've talked about on that this on the show. Before. Yeah, I don't think that. I mean. Canada was conquered by the East India Company, and it hasn't left corporate hands since. That's my opinion. Seems like it. I mean, we're in the same boat. Yeah. Just, you know. Oh, let's not go to the darkness. Not, you know, not officially. Yeah. Even officially unofficial, but, you know. That's not looking good, man. I mean, they're, I mean, (laughs) They're deliberately pulling the plug on the dollar. That's obvious. Yes. I just, yes. I hope, you know, if you, if you, hopefully you can see that and, um, you know. It might be a slow burn, but I don't think that we have. <sighs> that, Is it though? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, man. Yeah. It's, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. I've and, been. And now I'll, I'll repeat what I said about Russia and Ukraine before last time we talked about it, which has been couple of weeks because we did open line Friday and all that. I mean, it, it, it is obvious. It is so obvious that, you know, all of this is, is, um, to facilitate the financial restructure. Yeah. Glo- globally speaking. I'm, I'm telling you, I've been watching so, prices like a hawk lately. Yeah. Have you? And one of my reps sends me every week an update on markets. Is for, that what you're sending me? So many pictures meat? of farms. You're like, Hey, I need another supplier. <laughs> For meat and stuff, and uh, I'm telling you right now, like if you got a deep freeze, buy pork, buy a fuck ton of pork, and fill it. Uh, chicken. The price of chicken is going up, 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 up. Uh, two weeks ago, the price because they're killing off a bunch of flocks. The uh, forty pound case of double lobe chicken breasts went from ninety seven dollars to one hundred and twenty. Yep. In one week. Yep. So they're killing a bunch of flocks because of avian flu. Yeah. So chicken is 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 it leveled off a, a different supplier got it for me for ten bucks cheaper yeah um but that's you know that's negotiable based on their yeah you know supply what they can do for you yeah so 
the, yeah, sm- not the, looking good, the smaller guys, not the small guys, but I'm talking like the mid tier food suppliers are having a hard time with their pricing and the pricing is going up. I have two different companies that are mid tier, uh, Middendorf PFG and a fortune fish. And they're both like, okay, now we have to have a gas, uh, charge and a, on yeah. every order. Yeah. And their prices are, uh, going higher than the bigger guys. Yeah. And I think they're get, they're getting fucking squeezed. Yeah. Cuz they're buying less. They're not buying in bulk. And they're not yeah, they can't get that kind of price. You know, they they are buying in bulk but just not as big as Yeah. the next guy. US Foods. Yeah. So they're yeah. not getting the, the same pricing, but it's 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 tough out there, but pork is low right now. It's probably not going to stay that way. Buy fucking pork. Stay away from chicken. Um but I don't think the chicken market's going lower. I think it's going higher than it is right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I, we just changed the price. They're of, killing more and more flocks, dude. Every every couple of days, there's there's a new state that is that is that is saying, yeah, you you have to call the USDA in that state and tell them if your chicken has a sneeze, and then what they do is they come out and kill the entire flock. That's what they're doing right now. Yeah. So, um, my poultry farm is flu free. Just so you know, beef uh, is is leveled out, but it's not like it was. This time last year, not as cheap as it was last year. Yeah, um, butter, butter just like shot fuck up. Yeah, we make our own butter. Fifty cents in yeah. the past uh, two weeks per pound. It's crazy, man. It went from like three twenty five to like three seventy. Yeah, per pound. I think it's fucking on. I think so too. I think I think the great reset is on, and and this is this is this is how it's gonna go. Anyways, Hango sent us this oh beautiful water. It is very nice. It, now label. I, I will say this: out of all these waters, <laughs> this this box monstrosity and this lemon water that I like, Matt doesn't like, and this prison water. This is the one you'd actually buy. Th- th- this is the one. Yeah, exactly. If you were in the store, say, this is the one I'd probably grab. Yeah, if I was on the shelf and these were all on the shelf, this is the one I would grab. So, what do we have here, man? We have Bonneval. <laughs> Mineral water from the French Alps. <laughs> and it has this weird looking star. A little chakra thing on here. The yeah. chakra Raphaim thing <laughs> on there. He probably he probably bought that because of that. Still natural water. 33.8 ounces. One liter. 100% re- recycled pet. Plastic. And it has the French, like an, uh, a symbol of the French flag there as well. Oh, the, the colors, yeah. The I blue, see white, that. and red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little strip of blue, white, and red. Mm-hmm. Now, does it say, are we bottled in France here? Um, yeah. Source Edelweiss. Uh, kosher certified. Oh. Don't like that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old. Um. Bottled at Seas, France, by SAS Bonneval Emergence Mineral Water, 780 Route. The, uh, that's the address. Product of France. Copyright 2020 Bonneval Water. Route de Mugglevere. Quality and information Bonneval Waters. And this is a liter. <clears throat> and it's a good size bottle. Uh, oh, yeah. Boy, they even got the star on there, too, for the kosher certified. Usually it just says it. 
That's disrespectful. Serve chilled, 100% recyclable. Hmm. Well. At the Bonneville, we discovered that water flowing in the mountain heart of the French Alps for more than 2,000 years. We respect nature at every step. This bottle is made of 100% recycled a peat from previous used bottles and is 100% recyclable. All right, my bad French accent aside, let's uh, let's open it up and see what we, we got here. Oh, I was going to say, I like this part, how there's like this little neck here to it. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see that. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't do anything for the... It's a tough open. It's just the aesthetics. Yeah, it is. It's all, yeah. It's a tight open. Well, it's because it's one of those, uh, it's like the full, it's like the full lid, and it's a really hard plastic. Yeah, it is. It has the security ring. The bottle's a little flimsy. On the squeeze when you have the cap off. In the, the middle, on the squeeze, yeah, it is, yeah. When you have the cap off. It's low enough that you're not going to, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to special interrogation yourself, but. Oh, that's sweet. Not a ton of minerality, a little dryness. Little dryness, but it's sweet. And I'm not getting a ton of sweet. It is, it is dry to me. Not near as dry as that Huck stuff, though. No, I get a ton of sweet, man. That's sweet water. That's sweet. When they talk about sweetness, it's not that fake. It's mm-hmm. not sugary sweetness. It's it's natural, fresh. Yeah, water. It's it's water that that saying. nature wants you to drink. And then the end is very dry. Yeah, it's good water. It is. Um, do we have a pH on here, or does it? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't see anything about a pH. Maybe on the. Uh, we'll put our cast back on to look at the bottle. Don't be such a dick. I wasn't the one who spilled water on the new board. Whatever. Yeah, you're not the one that paid for the new board either. <laughs> Disrespectful. Is it though? Uh dot No, it doesn't say anything about um it being BPA free. It doesn't say uh I thought it was next to the kosher, next to the to the Jew flag. No, it's just one hundred percent recyclable. Serve chilled. Yeah, it does say that. Um, nothing about BPA. Okay, so here we got bonivillewater dot com. Connect with the essential, essential hydration, essential minerals, essential taste, unchanged and untouched as nature intended. Uh, I just want to see if they said something about pH here. There is an expiration date on that. Find out. More about our source. Here we go. Okay, what do we got? Yeah, it's very, it's very sweet. Uh, bottle's a little flimsy, but it's a nice size. It's an, it's a nice size bottle for, for several hours, I think. Um, cap's a little small, but the cap is sturdy. Near the town of Bourges Saint Maurice, in the French Alps, the natural springs of Bonneval are found in the heart of the Tarentaise Valley. Since Roman ages, this mineral water has been known for both mineral richness and pristine quality. Bonneville springs forth from an alpine landscape that's rugged, forbidding, breathtakingly beautiful. Bonneville water's source near quaint Bourges St. Maurice remains protected by nature and, since 2017, by us, its caretakers, whose commitment to preserving our water's source Richness and taste is our passion and pride. Nothing about 
pH. Don't just don't just drink water. Be water. Ah, uh, okay. Be water. I'm not sure. Well, it says our philosophy: become one with nature. Hydrate naturally. Bonneville is meteoric water. Each drop comes from atmospheric precipitation. It falls from the sky, and after two millennia, it flows to the surface, one with nature. This is does it what you know the what? website makes them seem a lot more faggy than the bottle does. I'll be honest. Like look at okay, so here's yeah, here's their Instagram. Twenty four thousand followers and they're just a bunch of bagginess. Well, they're French, so you have to give them that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't be too. Yeah, they are French. Our source is our soul. God, these guys are weird. Yeah, the website makes them seem weird. It's a, it's kind of a sharp, uh, neat, interesting website. Okay, I like this water though. It's um, I don't like the cap, even though there's pluses to the cap, but I don't like the cap. The bottle is a little flimsy, but it's a good size. Um. The water itself is good. I wish it had more minerality to it. And again, the bottle is not BPA free, which is an automatic one point deduction. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm thinking one, two, at least two points off. The printing ink is 100% biodegradable. I don't know if that changes here. <laughs> this is a solid seven, at least, I think. Uh, this is, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give it a seven and a half because this is going by my bed. When I go to bed tonight, oh yeah, to for drink you to, for you to during the night, wake up in the morning and drink, yeah, do the same thing. You know, I really thought they were going to say something about pH on here, but they're just kind of they're not. We never. This is the case. It doesn't like it. it doesn't have a lot of minerality to it. I don't think this is a high, this is not a high pH water. It's it's a it's a lower on the end. Probably, it does have great flavor. It, like I said, it it's that natural sweetness. It's it's the water that nature produces that it wants you well, to so drink. Listen to this. Listen to this. What does artesian natural spring artesian spring water mean? Artesian water is natural spring water that flows freely to the surface of the earth without human intervention. This is the case with Bonneville water. So we never drill into the water table. By letting the goodness of Bonneville come naturally to us, we preserve and respect the cycle of nature and the environment. But they really jerk off the environment. I mean, they're just constant. Uh, our water is timeless, literally thousands of years old. Bonneville circulates for more than 1,500 years. 80% of the water is more than 2,000 years old. Through alpine rocks before springing forth, it's only after millennia of naturally slow filtering that Bonneville mineral, mineral water comes to us. It is untouched by man, endowed with extreme purity and a re refreshing, unique mineral balance sulfated calcium water that means it contains sulfates calcium even magnesium and bicarbonates it is during its journey through alpine rocks and in particular gypsum sedimentary rocks okay that <laughs> that our water specifically acquires the minerals that give bonneville its neat unique crispness and taste so they filter this through gypsies <laughs> i don't know i feel about that uh, you've seen them in the grocery store. All oh, these plastic pack wraps that are generally printed over a large part of their surface. That means the sorting centers find it difficult, if not impossible, to recycle. So we made the natural decision to opt for cardboard boxes. Oh, they're you know, so the uh, these come in a case, a box case. Uh, yeah, and the printing ink, blah blah blah. 
Bonnet, Seven. Bonneville Mineral Water is available in Savoy and throughout France, the U.S., and China. Interesting. Interesting. 7.25. I don't know if I've ever Not given a, a 7. Water. Point, I don't know if I've ever given a 7.25 or a 0.25 on anything. I don't think so. It's only been halves. But what's the extra point for? Point off for not being BPA. Or at least not saying it, because it probably is. <clears throat> point off for the cap. What's wrong with the cap? Half point off. It's small. I don't like a small cap. Oh. I like a larger cap. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as large as like the lemon water or, or the prison. If water. you had to piss in this on the road. Oh, you're in trouble. That's yeah. gonna be difficult. It is. That's gonna be a challenge, yeah. yeah. This would be a lot easier. This is both hands. Yeah. Whereas one of these you could get it around the tip. Yeah, that's like, just at least the tip maybe not around the tip. You could you just get the tip secured yeah exactly yeah. inside with maybe a little bit Docked of in. space for like burping Interna- international space station style yeah yeah with no, a little, ga- is- little air gap so you can you know burp and yeah stuff. exactly yeah yeah you gotta burp but you can't have that back blow yeah that's that's you couldn't piss into this at 75 on a two-lane highway no that's what I'm saying. absolutely not yeah um visibility <laughs> it's another factor for the water um <laughs> the bottle's a little flimsy half point Imagine, imagine this is your first time listening to the show. <laughs> these fuckers, these guys just the minerality. Seven five, seven five. It, it's it's mineral water that doesn't taste minerally, but yeah. it's it's got really a, doesn't. a sweetness to it. See, I I still don't get a whole. A, oh, a, a it's so of, sweet! It's so sweet! I it, just get the dryness. It's the not dryness sugar sweet. It's not sugar sweet. It's I know what you mean, but like, I I don't. It's starch sweet. Yeah. Like the sweetness you get from like a Yukon potato or a tomato or no. No. or like a beet. Like it's, the sweetness you get from the a beet. It it it's a mineralated water and then on the back it's just dry for me. I just have an exceeding amount and dryness is the only thing I'm left with. Like in my mouth right it's now so, after it's, drinking it's, it. It's not that not that dry to me. Maybe we're describing the same thing. And the weed just has us confused. <laughs> I make a good point, don't I? Bonneval. It's a decent grab. A little flimsy in the middle, though, yeah. Stay fucking lubed. I switched to Scottish there at the very end. I apologize. My French accent is not good. I'm going to give it a five. My French accent? No, the water. Okay. Down from an eight. I, I ordinarily would have given it an eight, but... The Israeli star brings it down to a Oof, five. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, because you can just say, you can just say kosher. You don't have to print that on there. I'm sorry, signs and symbols. I think that's described in the Bible. Well, I don't need to get into it. It's a long story. Water is almost always kosher. I, exactly. And I'm fine with that. Just say it. Just say kosher. Or just have the little K on there because with a circle. Say, yes. And you could say halal, or you could say whatever, I, you know, or hasn't been touched by pork. Who cares? That's fine. I, I'm not contesting that it shouldn't be kosher. I'm contesting the star. Seven. Seven for this fucking Jew water. (laughs) Uh, And that's four waters, man. Um, Four waters. One episode. Well, there you go. Water megacast. Um, (laughs) And speaking of of actual megacast, it's on the books again. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, Two weeks from now? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. A week? I don't know. I think it's two weeks. Um, but and, 
the Bonneval is definitely my favorite. Number two. Oh, you can do the yeah, best of four. Yeah. Number two. I, mm, I'm going with. Are you going prison water? No, I'm going with the lemon. I'm going with the lemon. Really? Yeah. Even above the prison water. I don't trust the prison you water. Don't like, you, it's you from don't Potosi. Like the lemon. You don't like the lemon, though. I know I don't, but I would rather have that over this shady. Well, this is a, the Huck's box brand. is obviously last. Can we all, oh, 100%. Can we all, yeah, 100%. It's not even. Screw you, Chris. The Hucks would be number three for me, I think. See, I think uh, this is a little bit different class, but I, I think this is my, I think the lemon is my favorite. I, I mean, I, I, really I don't like the lemon water. You've made that clear, I think. <laughs> This is a real tight second, though, because these are in different classes for me. Because this are. is the best plain water. This yeah, bo- this Bonneville stuff. They are like as we said this before. This is typically what we grab. Like you know, the lemon water. It checks a lot of boxes. Lemon perfect is um yeah more of a have it with dinner or as a treat. And the Huck's water, uh, yeah, I just I it's too shady. There's something about it, yeah. It's too shady. No, I don't trust. I don't it. know. I yeah. I saw him. I grabbed him, and uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's a it's an interesting uh, pedigree. I don't know. If, I don't know if we can trust that. And then this box can just. I mean that. I, honestly, if I had to drink those to stay hydrated to live, I don't. I don't think I could. I really. They're really bad. They're really, really bad. Chris, your poor kid who drinks these things or did. I don't know. I think she said her mom like bought them once, but uh, it it's not good. Yeah, this is a bad grandma idea. It's like, hey, the kids will love these. Yeah, they'll see that. And they're healthy, too. Yeah. And it's like, no, the kids, they want fucking Capri Sun. Yeah. That's what they want. So, sorry. My kids want Fiji. It's it's still my grab, man. If I'm going in, I'm getting Fiji. If it's there. Or if there's something new that I haven't seen. You can't go bad with it. Uh, A couple times during the last month, though, I got uh, Wakia. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, the, I, I don't know. I guess maybe they're, they're, I thought we had it set up. Where is that on the show? I don't see it. I do remember that because it that was that was one of our more fun waters. I think it was, and it's a pretty good water. Uh, it is. No, it's I, it's not bad. I've, I've grabbed it like twice in the last month. Uh, I well, don't see it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun to say. It is, and it, and yeah, it's delicious water. Which is uh, a Hawaiian water that we did. Yes. Yes. Probably maybe a year or so ago. Festive festive packaging and a good looking label if i remember good, correctly. yeah real slick yeah um not as good as the eternia or that eternal eternal eternal, eternal. Yeah. yeah that that label that was something else i still need to do some acid and just hang out with that <laughs> bottle i'm telling you no no shrooms it's fantastic don't do acid oh did you hit that dhdo card yeah yeah what, um, you, what was your not you bad little mild, nothing really euphoric. Did you hold it? Did you hold the hits? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to? Yeah. yeah. You feel, I mean, it, yeah, nothing euphoric. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a muted high. Yeah. Yeah. Any any visual, no, nothing visual at no, all? No, nothing like that. Not closed all. eye, open eye, nothing? Mm-mm, no. Really? That's weird. Mm. Nothing at all. Because I, I mean, it was, it was sparkly for me. I don't know. Was, I've never, I, I've never done psychedelics. You know, I'm not a psychonaut. As you mm-hmm. know, but uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was like, this is, this is something different. <laughs> but it's, it's your mileage may vary, man. That's why you know I hear from people all the time. Like with my Delta Eight, some people are like, dude, this almost killed me, you know, or I, I, I was flat out. And then other people are like, yeah, man, I got to take five of those too. 
kill it. <laughs> I mean, weed's like just, that. Weed's, it, it depends on your metabolism, you know, your lung capacity. A lot of different things, yeah. You know, how long you're holding it, you know. Yeah. Your your body chemistry, stuff like that. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's different for everybody. And a lot of times what you've had to eat that day and sure, yeah. what, what your CBD intake is like. And all like, that. I realize, like, but if I eat a little, like, piece of cheese before I leave work <laughs> and then pop one of those Delta 9, nine gummies, it's, oh, like, much faster, stronger, and it hits harder. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Just hmm. just a little fat, yeah. In the in the in the body, yeah. You know? Well, it 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 does help metabolize usually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, eat a piece of cheese or something else. It's like you know, some meat or something that's a little fatty. Yeah, just a little little light snack. Yeah, and then fifteen minutes later, you're home. Fifteen twenty minutes later, and pop one of those, and then fifteen twenty minutes later, you're like, you're set. How did I get into the bathroom? <laughs> Aren't they good though? They're, those are going to be coming to the site, by the way. Good, no, yeah. I 100 recommend them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're good. They go Cloud Niners from the that Doc John's Private Reserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been real impressed. They 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 and I'll tell you this too. So um, the terpenes on their cartridges are delicious. Uh, I he's he, they sent me because they sent me a bunch of samples because they have a bunch of stuff and I was like, yeah, I mean, the, I'd the like gummies did taste really good and and for. The legal weed Delta Nine. The legal Delta Nine, yeah. It, it the aftertaste and yeah. the mouthfeel after. Not bad at all. No, is is yeah. It's no, really they're good. good. They're, no, I'm I'm really impressed with them. Um, but yeah, they, they he sent me a Delta Eight cart and it was uh what was that terpene? It was it, uh, uh cranberry Kush and it tasted exactly like cranberry. Mm. It was so good. I was like I was like mm, that's that's good because I love I love cranberry juice. Yeah. And so hitting that cart, I was like, man, it's so good. So are people going to be able to find that on mydelta8.com? Mydelta8.com before before too long. Actually, uh, probably in a, maybe even by the, by the time this goes up, some of their stuff. Oh, nice. Available. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm adding their stuff. I'm, I'm working with them right now. And, uh, and of course, ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S.com. GTST on both of those for the highest discount available. That's a great way to produce the show uh, and, get something, and get something in return. If you, you know, if you want a, a bottle of CBD or a, or a cart or something. If you're if you're using medicinal CBD or or <laughs> yeah. um well, recreational that freeze gel, dude, that freeze gel, I constantly hear from people about that freeze gel. Oh, it's good. It's a good product. Literally all the time. People yeah. are, people are just send me emails or send me DMs or somebody they're like they're like, dude, I, I had a migraine today and the freeze gel changed it. And if I, if you want to have if you want to have a really good sleep, yeah, without feeling like if, a lot of times edibles at the end of the day, you wake up real groggy. Yeah. Um one of the um, the soft gels, the soft gels, yeah, the yeah. the Ebel soft gels, it's at, good stuff. At the end of the, you know, right before you go to bed and rest, like you don't, it helps you fall asleep. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. And I've and I've also got CBD coffee now under Ebels. Yeah, what? Gross. You can't taste it. Yeah, but it's still coffee. What's wrong with coffee? Don't be. It's, I love coffee. Okay, yeah, but it's not. You do, are you doing any caffeine in the day, like a regular day? You do. Uh, I actually just or? recently started uh, tea. Oh, look at! I'll go to work and so I'll I, get. I, I made sun tea the other day in a mason jar. I was really proud. I'll of fill up my water. Where right now I'm using a forty ounce QT cup. Yeah. I'll fill that up with some ice and water before I leave the house. Take it with me. Get to work. Drink that. And by like after two hours, I've been there. Then you do a tea. Then I'll do a fill? tea of yeah. that, and then I'll refill with water. Just regular black tea. Yeah, just Un- regular unsweet. The yeah, unsweet. My mm-hmm. my man. Um, I can't stand people that drink sweet tea, man. Because 
you know, I had to fork over a thousand dollars to fix the brakes on my truck. So I can't That's afford true. Red Bulls right now. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's uh It's like the Red Bull, the weed, the the alcohol gotta... or the cigarettes, one has to go. <laughs> Guess it's Red Bull. <laughs> Uh, there's no way that the alcohol or the, or the weed could go. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that kind of happened at my house or you were like, you know, it was like the second or third time I think you'd seen it for, from a bit of a longer trip mm-hmm. and yeah, your brakes were smoking because my kids were like, my kids are like, dad, Matt's truck was smoking. I was like, oh, well, Matt's a big boy. Yeah. It was bad. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't see it. Cause I, I, I mean, I was uh, up inside. I think when you pulled up. Yeah. It was up. Like it looked like Snoop Dogg, and <laughs> but from your front tire, yeah. Right? Oh well, but uh, Miller fixed you up real good. Uh, yeah, they um, they they ca- they, no, they kind of. When I dropped it off on a Monday or Tuesday, I believe it was. Yeah, they told me they'd have it ready on Thursday. They didn't. I called them on f- Friday. No one answered, but it was like five thirty. No one answered on Saturday. Yeah, they, they closed at five in the they middle closed, of the day. Closed on Saturday. Closed on Sunday. Call them up Monday. Oh yeah, what were we doing to that again? And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is what we were doing. And like, oh, okay, okay. Well, here's how much it's going to be. And that's when I actually got like the estimate. And they said front brakes, calipers, pads, brake oh lines. Goodness. So the whole nine yards. On the front brakes and the back brakes. Wow. And replacing the pressure sensors on my passenger side tires on both of them. Yeah. Like a hundred bucks a pop. Probably because which, the brakes had Well, no, up. I since I bought that truck, really, mm-hmm. I've had kind of like a little slow leak on both those tires. Mm. And I think maybe it was just where whoever owned it previously had it parked. Mm. Like as far as where the sun hits it or something like that. Yeah maybe on super hot asphalt or yeah. something who knows but there's something in the tires so every six weeks i gotta put a little air in my tires yeah on the passenger side yeah. that's it they never really you know so anyway i was like well okay so he's like he quoted me two thousand dollars oh wow for everything and i was like okay what do i need to not die in a car wreck yeah. Like there's literally I was like what do I need to not to have my brakes not fail on me yeah. in the next two years, let's say. Yeah. He's like, Your front brakes have to be done. Yeah. Like, okay, do the front brakes. Well, because that's the one that was smoking, right? Yes. Yeah. Do the front brakes. He's like, You're you've got a couple you probably got a couple more years on your on your back brakes. They don't get used nearly as much. Yeah. Right. My buddy can probably do brakes for cheaper too. Probably. With, but now that you know. It was there in the shop. Yeah. I'm well, like, and it's it, I mean, smoking cuz you were you had a, we were kind of debating whether or not I was going to follow you out there cuz of how bad it was smoking when you pulled I up spent to my place. $300 on Ubers at that <laughs> point during the week. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm fucking bleeding here. Yeah. Like it's costing me $45 a day to go back and forth to work. Yeah. I I got to get the truck back today. Yeah. And that's why I told him. I'm like, listen, I'm spending 50 bucks a day on Ubers. It's only costing me more money. I got to get the truck back. What do I have to get? You know, what to do be, I have to do? To be road safe. Yeah. And it ended up costing me just over a grand. Yeah. That's not bad. I mean. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know. It's, that's I, had, co- uh, 
I had, you know, had to throw a Hail Mary and got, got the cash. Yeah. Um, which that wasn't a big deal, but like, it was, it was tough, especially taking the Ubers because especially Sunday. Yeah. I, t- I, t- I told the group what, what happened on Sunday. What happened on Sunday? Last Sunday. I don't remember. Week ago, this past Sunday. Um, the breakers. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> I remember my that. F- yeah. whole fucking Sunday. Yeah, ruined by the incompetence of a woman, of we inferior. We're going to do all women. Inferior <laughs> women. Let's put it that way. Yeah, maybe not all women, but not inferior, all, ones. inferior women. The inferior ones. Yeah, the femoids. The fe- yeah, the fembots. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! A nursing woman told me to put my cigarette out in the cigar lounge. I <laughs> there wasn't even a baby there. She was just pumping her titties in the cigar lounge. Oh, you didn't say that. I thought you. Th- I thought you said she brought a a baby in to nurse. No, no. She I literally so just at, came in. To I pump? thought so at first. But no. Okay, she, that's even worse. She came in to pump because that her you can do in the bathroom. That yes. you can do in the bathroom. Yes. I'm not one of these guys that's like going to the bathroom to feed the kid. That's bullshit. The kid needs to eat. I get that. I'm I'm it's that's, a natural that's thing. One it's thing not I'm fine with the feminist on. There shouldn't be any shame in breastfeeding. Anywhere. You know, as um, long as you try try to keep it, you know, try to be discreet yeah, with it. If you're trying to yeah, if you're if it's not <laughs> if it's not show and tell on your part, I'm good with it. Wherever yeah. you need to. And and I'm good with other people. I don't, you know, whatever. It's like if you're a man and you're in a crowded room and you you need to sneak a fart. You yeah, know? exactly. Just you know, cock your cheeks. Yeah. Let out the little sneaky squeaker. Yeah. And and move away. Just be discreet. Yeah. yeah. Be discreet with it. That's what I'm saying. You got to feed the kid. I understand it. I had two kids of my own that were breastfed well into their adult lives. Um, no. Breast milk, uh, flatulence, no different. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as long as you're discreet about it, that's fine. But uh, yeah, to pump though, that's kind of because that. Come on, and I understand you have to do it when you have to do it. I, you know, I'm married. I get it. But come on, man. Yeah. And the cigar lounge—that's disrespectful. That's that's really. Please put your cigarette out. Like, come on, man. You're in the cigar lounge. I was. Yeah. Well, and then I mean, I was hot. I was not. I was not happy. This this obviously goes without mention on the show, but then you. You you texted me afterwards. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, I went outside, and then and then you described how that experience was ruined. It was not a good <sighs> Sunday for you. It, uh... <laughs> it it the end though, and yeah. that's what I didn't tell you, or I don't think, or anybody else, um, or anybody at least in the, in the chat. The end though. After my encounter with the breaker box. And the dumb bartender. And the, and the pumping woman in the and cigar lounge. The pumping of the breasts in the cigar lounge. <laughs> and the Canadians on the patio, cigar patio. You think that's the first time breasts have ever been pumped in there? Probably. And <laughs> having to put out the fire that was started in the smoking, in, in the butt stack. Yeah. In the yeah. front of the building by two women. <laughs> uh, I went in, back into the cigar lounge. Okay. And this was like three-ish. Everyone had cleared out of the restaurant. It was just employees. And and there were two people there who were friends of the bartender. Okay. One was a former employee of both the Rack House and Tompkins. And with him, he had a mutual friend of both of theirs. Okay. 
I'm not sure if they're like they were hanging out, so I don't know if they're dating or whatnot. Right. But they're both friends of the bartender. Anyway, one of the one of them, Danny, who was a former front of house manager at Tompkins. Okay. And did some like minor bar stuff for us at right. Rack House. But he's got a culinary degree. Okay. But he's only ever worked in the in the front of house. And he's five six ish, maybe. Bald head, beard, <laughs> looks like a dwarf. Looks like an extra in The Hobbit. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm in. <laughs> Ex-military. He was like in the army oh, for really? like, like six years, something like that. So he's just book. But real like, uh, anytime he can, he wants to tell you about how he was in the military. Oh, I hate those guys. Yes. You want to be in the military and be proud of that experience? That's your business. I support that. You should be be proud of, you know, being a part of something like that. I think it's been corrupted and twisted, and it's used for bad ends. However, military like service... most things are. Yes. There shouldn't be anybody who should shame a man for being proud ha- from having been in the military and having had a military career. Okay. It's something to be proud of. What the military as an organization does, I don't think is... To be proud of? Yeah. But just like someone who's a cop or a firefighter, you know, maybe not a firefighter, but. Yeah, because I think firefighters are still kind of the good guys. Like, there's no way. Well. I mean, not not the good guys, but they still largely work for the communities. Like, they haven't been chewed out like everything else has. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they have. It's just kind of like, yeah, he's going to show up and and put out the fire. Like, they, they don't. It's not crazy insurance bills. It's not. So. We're I'm in the cigar lounge and I see he's was sitting at the bar. Okay. And the bartender starts to close down the bar. So they're like, oh, we're going to go in the cigar lounge. Him and this chick come in the cigar lounge. And he immediately starts talking to me. He's wanted to work for me, actually. And I just flat out do not like the guy. And I don't like that bartender. And I know how she is. And I know he would just be a fucking spy in my kitchen. Yeah. So why the fuck would I want him working in there? So, he was. Yeah, that's what I thought. He was. Yeah. Yep. Um, another reason I don't like him. Yeah. I yeah. Well, then that's all I was gonna say is eh, I haven't heard great things <laughs> either. Um. Anyway, uh, they sit down and he's immediately just talking at me, and I'm giving one or two word answers, and he's telling me all about Tompkins, about how he got rehired there, and then he left there because they hired another manager that was. He's number two, but then he was making more money than him. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm 5'6". Nothing I say really matters. <laughs> and it's totally one of those scenarios. It's like, come on, man. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I know you're just trying to like suck up to the alpha, right? And Or <laughs> the person you perceive to be the alpha here. Yeah. And chat me up, but like, you're not going anywhere because I know I don't trust you on the battlefield. Anyway. <laughs> for a variety of reasons. So he starts talking about um the person running that restaurant right now. Mm. And he starts kind of complaining about some things. And I and and let me set the stage. This person he's with, the, the woman he's with, she's probably 25. Mm. Tatted up. Okay. The latest TikTok just fashion vibe. ripped jeans, this and that uh, just it's a whole vibe. 
very much like I. Yes. Yeah, I I know the people you're talking about. Okay, where it's 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 all just a whole vibe. Just everything is kind of in place to conform. And the entire to this. time we're having this like ten minute conversation, <laughs> one way conversation. She's just scrolling her phone. Yeah, just just glued to the screen scrolling. That's all I know how to do, man. And so he's complaining about this person running Tompkins right now. And I I looked at him. I said, "Well, you see, Danny, that's why women shouldn't be in charge of anything." <laughs> and she stops scrolling immediately. Yeah. She just looks up at me and she says, what? <laughs> yeah. And this is what I did. Yeah. I ignored her. <laughs> just flat out. Mm-hmm. Took a drag of my cigarette. She's like, what'd you say? And Danny looks at her. He says, he says don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, kind of like, you just don't. Don't don't get involved. Don't 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 get into it. Yeah. And then he starts talking at me again, and we're conversating. And she's she looks at me for like a solid minute, just glaring at me. Which that's how I knew, like, okay, I just I just cast my line out there. Yeah. And I oh, just yeah. I fucking just I hooked a good twenty pounder. Like, yeah. She is on the line. Like I had I. Got her. Yanked it right out of the she water. She went yeah. straight for the bait. Like, mm. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> and so. <laughs> Shouldn't be in charge of anything. <clears throat> it's true, though. I uh, I kept talking to Danny, and I, she, she didn't look at her back at her phone. She just looked at me for a solid minute. Yeah. And I kept talking to him. In horror. <laughs> With anger, rage. And uh, after about a minute, she interjects. She's like, what's your name? I look at him like, Matt. Went back to talking with him. And then she went off on this tirade about single mothers. Which, what? Like, why? Like, I just said women. Like, you're not trying to talk about the incompetent, like, the competence of women. Like, you're talking about how hard single mothers have it. Like, yeah, but I, I, I don't even, how I did think she, she even tie that in? I, in the context, she was, like, going off on her tirade. I think that she has a kid. I think she had a kid. Oh, and so... So, like, she felt attacked as a woman... In that place. That she was a bad mom because she was in charge of a kid. Oh, and you say women shouldn't be in charge. Okay, exactly. Okay. And so I, I think that's where we should be coming from with that. It's twisted logic, but I see where it comes from. Yeah, and but just... A woman. But she just... And, <laughs> and the dude just kept looking at her and be like, just don't, don't. It's Just, just let it go. Like, yeah. Let it go. Yeah. The whole time, and she just would not. And then finally, after probably five minutes of me just sitting there and like kind of looking at her and then responding to whatever Danny said to me, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I told her my name is Matt and that's it. I did not acknowledge what I was. I was looking at her while she was speaking. Yeah. But then I would just turn to him <laughs> and continue our conversation in between her little tirades about single mothers and. Yeah. And then. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I got to get out of here, crush my cigarette, finish the rest of my drink, went out to the bar, started talking to the bartender. I was like, hey, how did they go? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They come out of the Scar Lounge and they start talking about this bartender we used to have who worked for us for like two months, mm-hmm. but she was kind of a hot mess, but she was also really attractive, mm-hmm. like more attractive than anybody else in the building. Yeah. So she took attention away from the other bartender who... Right. 
and the bartender didn't like that, so they would that they would talk. Well, she would talk shit on this new bartender. Yeah, and kind of force the bartender to quit. Plus, they had like transportation issues. But she was brought up somehow, and she had like she was a single mom, had a kid, but then lost her car because it was a junker and it fell apart, and she couldn't work at the rack house anymore. And then they brought up the, like, oh, I think she's pregnant again. I saw on Facebook she's pregnant again. Mm. And they're just talking mad shit on her. Just dogging her. Just this 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 girl who's probably made, who was led down the TikTok and Facebook and Instagram path. Yeah. You know, attractive enough that everyone wants to fuck her, but. Directly directly to OnlyFans, but doesn't want to do it not, in Midwest. Yes, not attractive, <laughs> you know, not unattractive enough to learn life skills, you know. Yeah. Because everyone wants to just give her something so they can have access to her, her vagina. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and uh like and she and when she worked there she seemed like she was a sweet girl like yeah. not 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 a, not a overly harsh about whatever not a jerk like just maybe naive and kind of you know not smart yeah you know um but they started just dogging on her and i uh i piped in as the, two of them are sitting at the bar i'm standing at the end of the bar the bartender's kind of cleaning up behind the bar and i was like well you see sarah if she had just listened to what her father or her husband told her to do and done it, she wouldn't be in that situation. And oh, you could see the steam. She was hurt. She was cussing me out, hurling insults at me as I'm walking out the door. Fuck you, you fucking fat ass piece of shit. Are you, you probably serious? voted for Trump? Oh my I gosh. Hope, I hope you have liquid shits for the next fucking week. <laughs> she said that to I you? Hope, yes, I hope. I hope you cut. I hope you like burn your mouth on hot pocket, like like pizza rolls or something like shit like that. Yeah. Like, listen, was she drunk? Uh, she's a little bit tipsy. Okay. Uh, okay. But she just like, me some lost it. Just and was just and like I did. I said that like listen to her husband and father and she'd be fine. And like Mike dropped it and started to walk away. <laughs> and I'm get, I'm out door. I'm the door is closing behind me on the front door and I can and still yelling, hear her screaming yeah. at me. Just wow. I. And such a visceral reaction to someone having an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking about it later. Like, like that's the left. Yeah. That not immediate n- emotional not outrage. Democrats necessarily, but the the left. The Marxist progressive. Yeah. The ideological. Gender studies left. in third grade. Yes. Leftist. Yeah. Is that their political ideology is so fucked, so absent from actual reality from reality yeah. that any questioning of it any anybody stating something opposite to mm-hmm. it's an explosion it has to be met with absolute vitriol and anger because there is no debating there is no reasonable rational discussion because if there was reasonable rational discussion you'd realize that being a marxist progressive teacher kids uh, about sex and gender in third grade is bad is bad for society mm-hmm. is wrong is evil so any questioning of that anyone who simply states an opinion to the contrary must immediately be silenced must be met with hate and anger yeah you well, can't it's you, because you don't, you're the one who's literally hitler yes in their mind yeah but all i did was express an opinion women yeah. shouldn't be in charge of everything of anything and they should listen to their husbands or their fathers yeah <laughs> When it comes to decisions. Fairly decent opinions. It's not even that I mean, it's not like you said, like, you know, we should castrate women or something of that nature. 
it wasn't controversial 50, 60, 70 years ago. <laughs> exactly. That was how 95% of people felt. Yeah. That was how most women felt. Yeah. Yeah, there was an active women's movement against women's suffrage. Yeah. Yeah. I, God, where did it all go so wrong, man? Yeah. <laughs> no, what's funny is, uh, so on this trip to Clark, Missouri, my wife got a Mennonite cookbook. Mm. Yeah. And it, what's funny is... It, I think you sent me a picture of that, or maybe I probably did. Maybe she posted it in I the did. chat or something like that. She may have. Well, I posted a picture of the front of it in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's all kinds of stuff in it about like how to be like good for your families and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, like, and and it's it's stuff that she actually got several cookbooks over the weekend. We went to two different antique places, and she bought cookbooks at both. Nice. Um. Yeah. It really. It really is. Th- those are cool. those are irreplaceable. You can't. Those are that's no, they really are. It it really uh as a matter of fact, the Mennonite one had a couple of three by five cards with handwritten recipes on them in it. Yeah. Can I has? Yeah. Can I has? <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, I'm sure she'd send you a picture. Um what was the other one she got? Oh, she got one that was like a uh the I don't uh, ladies no it wasn't ladies it was it was the the farm the farm and home journal or farm journal okay which I gathered was like a magazine or maybe it still is and produce it produce this cookbook every year okay yeah, yeah and and so it's all kinds of like canning and preserving and freezing and like I mean it's it probably a bunch of recipes that people submitted to be in the magazine yes, yes. that they were like okay we have enough of these over the were, year and they were good you know family recipes and stuff. They they look really exciting. The the cookbooks look great. Uh, the Mennonite one has some crazy stuff in it. I mean, just stuff that you wouldn't even like. What was the one? It was like banana oyster or something. Like I mean, just just crazy like combinations of of items. Hmm. It was it was it was really wacky stuff. Um, but yeah, she she bought a whole stack of cookbooks, and it's funny because as we were flipping through them, hey, you see the little things where it's like, yeah, people would be really triggered by that today. Yeah. Um it's it's a it's a bygone era though. And we, we're going to have to go back. We're going to have to. It's going to be inevitable. It's it's going to be inevitable. You know, people talk about like the pendulum swing and we've talked about that idea on the show yeah, before yeah. too, like the pendulum swinging back. I don't think I don't think it's going to be a pendulum swing. I don't I don't I don't think everything is going to switch back. I, I think it's too far gone and the people that want to swing back are going to, are going to have to against all odds. Yeah. Like they're going to have to, they're going to have to force their way back as opposed to just the pendulum having reached its peak and then coming back down. I don't, I really don't think we're going to see that because the other side's going to be way too comfortable because every, everything that the left has to offer is is going to be tied to all the riches and and the free money and the and the free this and the and the you know the love and acceptance crowd mm-hmm. right so people aren't going to it, it's going to be difficult for people to break away from that idea of a society that they've known because I'm getting this even from my conservative friends you know all I talk about is chickens these days and uh you know my one buddy Aaron you know I I trigger him all the time I just I I do it to trigger him I do it I do it to trigger you Aaron I do and, and and I'll send him you know just pictures of my chickens or hey gave the girls this today or just just anything about the chickens mm-hmm. and um and you know he's always saying oh well it's it, it's going to be fine but you know blah 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 
And as a matter of fact, you know, because me and Aaron go back and forth all the time, our buddy Rick, he goes, uh, he goes, so in 50 years, if, uh, if society, how did he put it? If society is as sane as it's ever been and no great collapse happened, can we make fun of you for, for, you know, all the stuff that you're doing now? And I was like, I, I mean, sure, but <laughs> like I told another friend that and they're like, yeah, that's, I don't know why they'd think that <laughs> like, yeah. how, how is it not going to happen? It's on a philosophical level. We would, we, it's just not sustainable. It's, it's not mathematically. It's not sustainable. No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> so not. something has to break. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it ain't going to be me because I have chickens. <laughs> oh, and we, uh, we were also getting a lot of the gardening now too. Good. Um, Good and and we got like five pickle buckets full of potatoes, which is a great famine food. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, I mean, now's the time to do it. Yeah. You know, um, I was on the, when I was on Lucky Dog Farm the other day, um, they were talking about overwintering, mm. which is like, I guess it's a technique like once your vegetables like for like late yeah, fall stuff. Like, I guess the beets that I'm getting right now from him, mm-hmm. they've been in the ground since like November. Yeah. Just ready to get pulled whenever. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about them. Like, they are, they're not as good as they were. Yeah. Four months ago. You can definitely tell that there's some freezing there. They're not the roadside beats, as Dwight would say. They're not the money beats. (laughs) But they're still, they're still good, you know. But it's like, it's like overwintering, which basically you just, you don't, when you go to harvest, like there's a portion you harvest for like the next two months, mm-hmm. but then a lot of them you leave in the ground because of course they're going to freeze. Yeah. And there's not going to be a whole lot of animal life or rodents or stuff. You're gonna have to worry about yeah. while they're hibernating, you know, you don't have to worry about rabbits in December. Yeah. So you basically just leave them in the ground until you need them. And then you pull them out and use them the next day. Yeah. And that's that. I, and it, it was like, wow, that's, I didn't know that that was a part of like late fall vegetables. Like you could do that yeah, with your radishes you and turnips and stuff like that. Just leave them in the ground like till February when you needed them. Yeah. And you didn't have to worry about, you know, them getting mold or anything in the root cellar. Yeah. You know? Not with potatoes, but especially with like, like with beets and with a radish my that grow real close so to the soil. so much about all soil. that stuff. It blows my mind all the time. I mean, she, she, you wouldn't believe how she's got this garden set up. I mean, she's got she's got things next to other things for flavor. She's got things next to other things okay. for sunlight. She's got things uh, next to things for um, all different kinds of reasons. I mean, it's just I'm always I'm just constantly I'm like this is this is just nuts. How you know all this? <laughs> and she didn't. She didn't until like she she was never a gardener. She didn't. You know, it's not like she was taught this as a kid. This is all stuff she's taught herself. It's crazy, man. I'm actually going to be meeting with another buddy of mine and probably talking about the possibility more of, because <laughs> it was funny. He, <clears throat> it was funny. It was after I, I, uh, we went out and saw that Amish community and he sends me a text and he's like, yeah, man, we've been, t- I've been talking with my wife a lot more about the, you know, homesteading and the idea of getting property. And he's like, he's like, what what would you think about like a community or some kind of, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, bro, you want to start a cult? You want to start a cult, bro? Yes. I know, right? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I told him. I told him 
and this is what I truly believe because this is my answer to that or anybody else out there who's thinking perhaps the same thing. You, you really have to, I think you would really have to make sure that the central goals of everybody involved are, are 100%. You'd have to all have to have the same ideology. Yes. Yes. And you can't, and you can't have things that you waver on because no. then that's how we're going to get into, well, let's do it this way, that way. And it's like, no, that like if we all believe in, in these set of goals, then, and are a hundred percent in on them, that that's who I'm, there I would, would want to do. There would need with. to be a religious aspect to it. I think. I think so. I think so. It would have to be. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole reason behind the Amish is that they have the same interpretation of the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's in, and again, in that, aside from the electricity and whatever, and I'm not even saying that the viewpoint is correct or whatever, but that's kind of a beautiful thing right now, yeah. right now in 2022 with everything going on. Like that's, that's a really, I mean, we just dove through and it's like, oh, here's a mill and here's a, here's a farm and they have the cow and they have the, I mean, it's just, it's all right there. I, I think it, it, they got to a point where it's like any more technology is a distraction from what's important. Yeah. So we're going to draw the line at this technology, these technologies. And that's it. Cause electricity, what does that bring? Yeah. You know, it brings entertainment. Mm-hmm. It brings, you know, radio, TV, and internet. It, and it brings bad things for your, uh, you know, it's bad for you biologically. Yeah. Because we have the ability to flip a switch and the light goes on in the middle of the night. And that's why people don't sleep. Yeah. You want to know why people don't sleep? Because of cell phones and the internet. Yeah. That's why. Bar, bar none, across the board. Anybody that has problems sleeping, that's why. Because you don't turn the lights off when the sun goes to bed. Because the sun is supposed to dictate to your body when your body goes to bed. But instead, you know, oh, well, we've turned that into dinner hour. And then you surf and then, you know, all night long with something that's glowing. Yeah. On the wall or in your hand or in your ears or whatever. No. You turn it all off when the sun goes to bed. I guarantee you'd be asleep before you know it. Probably. No. Anyways. Well, that's two twenty-five, bro. Yeah, we're, we're I'm, I'm I'm tapping out. Yeah, I'm we're done. Well, we did it all. We did a little bit. All four waters. We had small women. Yeah, we, we had our quadruple water mega cast. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we had weed cast. Let's talk some geopolitics. We talked a little geopolitics. <laughs> uh, we shared some personal updates. Yeah. We, we we plugged ways that you can help the show. Let's wrap it up. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. So mydelta8.com, <laughs> ebels.com. Right. Code GTST on both of them for the highest discount available. It's higher on ebels because it's my brand. Um, my Delta 8 isn't. Uh, ebels, ebels, I think that uh, I think that GTST gives you 33% off. Of yeah. course. Of course. So. And, uh, you know, it's the good products. Um, support the show. By send us water purchasing those products through the website using the code, um, and you support what we do here, um, or you could just send us cash. You it's know? true. You want to send blankets, water, medicine? Give that some thought. com. Just send cash. Just, just send your cash. Just send your cash. My dad, my, my dad said so. Uh, just um, send your cash. <laughs> That's a great clip. Uh, visit tripodbroadcasting.com. Uh, not only are we there, great shows like the Hango Show. Barnhill Outdoors is back. Just put out. I saw that the other yeah. day. They just put out their. Uh, actually, I think it was earlier today. 
their uh, another episode after yeah. uh, a long hiatus. Yeah, good to see them doing uh, stuff again. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a whole it's a whole little crew. If you do, if you don't like this, there might be something there that you do like. Yeah, or or not. I don't or know. not. Um, but Hango and Tripod South, producer of this show, uh, does a great podcast where he just interviews everyday people, his friends, yeah, his circle. Yeah. And they've got some wild stories to tell. And it's always a good time. It's always entertaining. So check out the Hango Show at uh give that some thought dot com. Yeah. Um support uh tripod uh I'm sorry, uh broadcasting two point Yeah, podcasting two like, point There's yeah. no reason why you shouldn't be on an, an app to listen to your podcast yeah. that is not gonna get canceled. Yeah. Is is literally uncanceled. That lets you do more than just listen to whatever iTunes has in their catalog or Spotify or yeah. any of these other yokels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's yeah, free yourself from that. You can interact with the podcast while you're listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the whole point. Yes. Like it's the next level. You're not just a passive bystander. You are somebody who's, who's engaging with the show. Uh, when you, when you do that, you can, you know, donate on the fly. Yeah. Satoshi's. Yeah. You can comment, you can, uh, yeah. you know, watch things change about the podcast in real time. Not just what's being said, what's being aired, but you know, the album art, the um, chapters and all that other yeah. people interacting with it it's it's the next phase of what a podcast can be it is which is, it is. you know and interaction it, and, and the biggest most important part of it is taking it back from the dicks yes so we're all about taking things back from the from dicks the corporate me from the youtubes and the googles mm-hmm. and the spotify the Spotify's and the apples and the, all who of them. want to uh go back to the aol days mm-hmm. of, a, of a of a closed door internet mm-hmm. we won't let that happen we'll try not to not here, at least. And here at Tripod Broadcasting, uh, uh, give that some thought. You can, you, all of that, and in addition to that, you can still count on us to say nigger. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. Don't be rude. Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay. Okay. Liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay. Okay. Liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say. Liberal? Okay. Okay. Liberal? Probably our best episode ever. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.